The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Hey, it's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I want to talk to Mr. David McDonald, please. David McDonald to the principal's office. I want to find out why I let this redheaded bastard, this redheaded soulless bastard, get me back on the loss kick. So I had to sit there last night. And spoiler alert for all you fucking TiVo assholes. Spoiler alert. Turn it off for a while. Why I had to sit through that. Horrible, horrible. No. Torturous death between two sweet, sweet little Ichibans who did spent the year not even close to each other, have a baby, and then I'm forced to watch them drown. I am now uh, hoping that the multiverse is the way everybody's life is going to go on. That's my only new pleasure, that everybody will be shipped over to the other universe and fuck this island and all the troubles it caused. Actually, that was the theory I came up with last uh, week. You better come up with that theory, Dave, <laughs> or else I'm going to shoot you in the leg for what you put me through last night. Wasn't it romantic, though? Like, it was a romantic. good thing. It made Titanic look like a fucking fairy tale. It was ridiculous to watch those two people drown like that. Well, she shouldn't have gotten her foot caught in the, the gutter or whatever that was. You know, and some... I know you're the world's biggest Sawyer fan. Yeah, yeah. Please listen to Jack from here on out, because Sawyer... Is a fucking off the rails lunatic. Jack who, killed Sawyer's girl. But how, Dave? By, how? by crazy thoughts. That's why he can't be trusted. He's the only person that can be trusted. You see, what happened last on. night? Uh, I I may not even finish out now. I don't need to sit there and watch people drown. That was my favorite episode ever. Ever. Sure, I they killed circle. half the cast. Imagine if you watch Gilligan's Island and suddenly you just see the uh, millionaire and his wife drowning. That, um, I literally uh, went outside and ran a circle around my house. And I'm not even fucking like, saying that. As, like, well, a what do you thing. do about the fences? Because I know you got fences there. You have to jump over them? Um, there's a neighbor's that thing. That was fucking torturous. When we went back and Fat Hurley just broke down He's and next. started crying, and then Jack <laughs> went running into the water, I'm like, this is like a family death. Because yeah. that's how people act in the family, where the yeah. dad has to go running off in the other room. <laughs> like, oh, I got to go get my watch. And he starts sobbing. That was tough, man. Oh, God. I heard people crying all over my building. It was difficult. But people I mean, were opening up made, the fucking windows and screaming no. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Like, it was. Uh, it was like the network at, in your apartment. Uh, you know, I actually, yeah, it was. <laughs> but I was thinking, do kids watch this? No, because that was a tough episode for adults. What if somebody had like, would like kids have been watching this this whole time? What about the uh, Saeed? That was uplifting because it was Fuck evil Saeed, Saeed redeeming Fuck himself. Saeed. It was like a I Darth wish he would have done that in the first episode. That's. Uh, and you know what? I'm probably the only person who felt bad that the pilot died. That's because I'm such a big Lawnmower Man fan. Levitas? I don't know <laughs> no what his name was. His name. I just call him Lawnmower Man guy. Uh, it was too much. It was absolutely uh, too much. I thought and that fucking lock, I don't yeah. care if it's the character or the actor who plays the character. I'm fucking getting him, okay? <laughs> Terry Gwynn. Is that him? Terry Gwynn's his name. Write the, hey, Hicks, write his name down, then strike a fucking line through it. 
Because he's a dead man. That's considered a threat. I don't think you want to go this on the is, record with that. I'm making a threat right now because of what he fucking did to people who've only tried to help him throughout the years. I'm trying to hit the dump button, but I was just hitting napkins instead. That's not a dump button. Son. to be a dump button there. Son and Jen, when they died, I'm going to fucking put that up there. It's fucking ten times better than the last mash. <laughs> What? It was awesome. That's why it was the greatest episode of all time. Here's the one thing, though. What, now, what did that mean for all those flash forwards? Because we know that not, that's Sun, a different show. No, no. I mean, like we 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 saw that when Sun, you know, in like two seasons ago, Sun was alive and shit, and and Jin, her husband, was dead. Remember, like. This is why no one can follow the show, because there's a couple different realities going. Yeah, wait, on. No, no, I'm confused. You 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 know what you're fucking confused with. Shit that's happening in your own life. <laughs> and th this also made me f fearful for you because you're constantly having that I'm going to kill my whole family fucking yeah, fantasy. I was thinking of it last night. That's what I worry. I want to drown them. Every time my phone rings, I go like this. Please don't tell me it's a murder-suicide. Oh, yeah. I, then I think to myself, I don't know. Maybe this will get me on Fox News. <laughs> yes, I knew them very well. We can shoot a little higher very than that. Well. Fox News. No, I'll be doing like fucking one of the real late night ones too. Be a Today Show, something. <laughs> no, Today Show never going to ca carry this. But I might be able to get one of those like uh, really bad daytime talk shows that normally they check out whether the baby's yours or not. Oh yeah, you could. Do oh yeah, Lil Maury time. Yeah, Lil Maury time. That'd be great if I was not the father. <laughs> I, I'll fucking drive to San Francisco right now. That has got to be the greatest fucking thing any man could hear. You are not the father. That's uh, akin to saying you just won Mega Millions. I, I, I know there's people out there who uh, don't watch Lost. I, uh, for all fucking, you know, I'll just say this. I admire you right now. I admire you people who, and I was out. I hate them. I was just I was just like Jack where I was out in the other universe and fucking Dave came and got me and had something written on his hand. Uh, here, go watch these DVDs and get back into it. Well, I have, I have a friend I, who's, a, who's, a, who's a writer in Hollywood. He I, I find it hard to believe you have a friend before we even move on. Is it Catman? Is no. Catman a writer in Hollywood? His name is Robert, and he wrote a movie, and he, he has a theory. It's a great theory. Okay, let me hear it. That Jack and Sawyer, Jack is going to take over for Jacob, and Sawyer yeah, is going to take... everybody's fucking thing. But it's going to end with them on the beach the way they were, like, on the beach that one episode. I hate you, blah, blah, exactly. blah. Yeah, I mean, that's the gimme, and that's why I didn't think Jack was going to be the good guy. I thought at some point Sawyer's going to get his moment of redemption. I'm all but convinced Sawyer ain't getting off that fucking island. Too. No. Do you, do you buy the theory that uh, it was Jack's own theory that the, the smoke monster can't kill them? He needs them to kill each other? Yeah. That made total fucking sense. Just like he couldn't kill fucking Jacob himself. All right. I don't understand why the smoke monster kills people sometimes, and then the smoke monster shoots or breaks necks other times. In human form? Well, he's yeah. Sometimes he's a human. Sometimes he's a smoke. That's smoke just convenience. It doesn't fucking matter to him. He doesn't have yeah. to turn into a smoke monster. But I don't like that he gets shot and there's no fucking holes in his t-shirt. I feel like <laughs> the t-shirt isn't evil. <laughs> Um, it, it's fucking too much. It's the best show of, of all time. All right, here's Rube in Oklahoma City. You're on the run of show. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Davey, you are talking about how uh, uh, Sun had all his flash forwards. You forgot, man, it's been three years since they originally left the island. And all that stuff happened in between. Uh, that's, the company and everything. You're right. I, I fucked that it up. It is really difficult to keep up with the Miramid 
of fucking storylines. There's so many storylines that I want to sit there and watch the whole show with fucking Stephen Hawking as it is. I keep typing into him. Well, how about this? When um, some people are talking about they should release the DVDs normally, but then also, you know how Coppola recut The Godfathers to do chronological order? Maybe they should release Lost in chronological order, like no flash forwards or backs or any bullshit. Just start from, you know, their their backstories until the island. That that would be so an interesting So all the way, way from their past? Yeah, like exactly. The... When you see Young Sawyer, that's the beginning of the fucking show. Oh, God, it's so fucking frustrating. I can't I, keep... I, I can't keep track of Ben Linus. What happened to him out of... He's the with the groups. psychic. He's he has, with the he psychic. He hasn't been around lately. Sometimes fucking characters are just written off for a while, but it always used to feel like Ben Linus w was the evil one. Yeah. And now he's just coming off this season as like some pussy pawn. <laughs> Barely fucking has anything to do with it. He'll he might as well something. go work in that fucking dentist office, <laughs> you know, because that guy and the black chick have been just off living together by themselves. He'll, he'll, he'll come back. He, he's going to help Locke, and then he'll end up being killed somehow. I don't know. It seems like he's on the other side of Locke. He's back to having fucking faith. I don't believe it. The whole thing. Uh, you think, okay, the storyline turns on this person. No, it doesn't. Well, I was right about Saeed. I said he'll do some redeeming act that will save the people, and I was correct about that. That's so why Davey Mack, the what, sportsmaster, That's again. why it wasn't exciting. We all fucking felt it. I mean, he actually did it last week when he didn't kill fucking Desmond. Do we he know he didn't kill him? Yes, we do know because he told Jack. I got That's the last thing he told Jack. Okay. He goes, you'll find him at the end of the well. And then he said something like, you're the one, Jack, or something like oh, that. Oh, I like, thought he yeah. was talking about a secret passage. I didn't know he was talking about Desmond. No, the secret passage was down in the fucking well. Okay. By the way, nobody would have been swimming out of that fucking cell, but it just didn't make... Let alone fucking, uh, how's a girl going to get shot, then fucking deal with that pressure, then come up through that salt water and pull it. Forget it. She's tough. She's a tough girl. Nasty infection at most. I thought she was shot in the heart. Well, actually, most people, if you get marooned on an island like that, the infections come really quick. And if you don't have fucking penicillin, you're a dead person. Mm. You know, just like a scratch can fucking kill you yeah. on those islands. You lose a lot of weight, too, on the islands. Uh, and, Ri and Richard hasn't been around no. in a while. So Richard and Ben definitely have been missing. And that's why I hate it. You don't see Richard for a while. And then the next thing you know, the whole episode's about him and pirate gear. <laughs> Fucking a frustrating show. Um, hey, Sean, you're on Run of Fuzz. Hey, Rob. Hey, even though it wasn't on the candidate's list, or I, don't, I can't remember if he was on the candidate's list, but I always felt that Ben was one of the possibilities to replace Jacob because way Jacob said he hoped that, always hoped that he was wrong about him. I don't think Ben's a candidate to, to replace Jacob He, he wasn't on the candidates' fucking list. Yeah, I, I don't see that happening. I, I, I think he may have actually been on the list and he was crossed out because Kate was crossed out on one list in the, in the cave, but she wasn't crossed out in the lighthouse. Uh... Ben Ben was just there to, to get the candidates. Ben's not there to be a candidate. See, just like the rest of us feel like with God, you're just a pawn in some bigger, bigger story. I know. Um, I want to see how my story unfolds. Jeff, Columbus, you're on Ron Fest Show. Hey, buddy, love the show. You guys are awesome. Um, hey, my question is, why don't they just use uh, like one of the torpe torpedo chambers and shoot the bomb out of the sub rather than have Saeed get blown up and, and sink the sub. Do they have torpedo chambers on that thing? 
Well, I figured most submarines do. No, it's not true. Most don't. You'd have to be a... That's like saying most boats have a fucking gun thing on the front. No. It, it's not a military sub, right? It's just a private fucking yeah, sub. Right. I mean, Sai didn't have time to do that. He had a minute 28, thanks to your fucking hero, Sawyer, not listening to Jack. Jack's fucking nuts. Jack was right on Party of Five, and he's right now. <laughs> Jack was a he's dick always on that show. Fucking, right. <laughs> fucking big brother. God, I, get off my back. I, uh, uh, this is going to shock you. I never saw one episode. He was, he was always just <laughs> But like... I have seen pictures of them. There's, for some reason, the cast picture is still online constantly. Uh, Chris, Pens- well, Chris in Pennsylvania, you're on my face. Hey, I never watched an uh, episode of the show, but I like hearing your frustration, and I think it would be awesome if the series finale is just a repeat of the first episode, just fucking with everybody for the last five years. All right, it's Sunday, May 23rd. The last episode is now a full movie. It's two and a half hours. It's the best day of my life. And then, of course, uh, we have a quick news, and then we're all over on Jimmy Kimmel trying to figure out what exactly (laughs) happened, because Jimmy is going to be there for us. I hope something And like, I hope he brings back Sarah Silverman for this <laughs> and Matt Damon. I'd love it if like I watched the episode and then like my house blows up or something. I just don't want I I don't want the show to end. You don't now. want a life without lost. Nope. You can't live in a life in a world without lost. I mean I, lost. I put the Blu-ray the complete series on my um wish list, but yeah. it's not the same. I like actually watching it you know, on TV. And what do you mean your wish list? My wish list on amazon.com I for, have for a listener to buy for you. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that that had to happen. I mean, my brother's listening. He could purchase it. Your Father's brother listens Day. to the show? Yeah, my brother Wally listens. So sad. He I likes to, it. I hate to think that he heard you turn out this way. <laughs> he's, he's proud. Is he? Because <laughs> I talked to him and his wife after the wedding. They didn't seem too proud. She's not proud. No. That wife don't like you. She <laughs> said, uh, basically, okay. she told us at your wedding that you were an embarrassment to your parents and she feels sorry for them. Well... Jeez. And that's why I loved it's your wedding. It's accurate, but it's just not, it's still yeah. hurtful. It should have been in the vows. You know, she doesn't need to vocalize that, though. That's the thing. We keep, families, you keep that shit down. You say, okay, there's the black sheep. You don't... When is your uh, one year, when is your three-year wedding? It's um, June, uh, <laughs> June 21st. All right, here's what I would like oh to do. Oh, my God, I'm fucking Al Bundy, like, writing. Uh... Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to do one of those, like, a biography channel where we like play clips of the wedding and then we go back and talk to people and get updates okay. over three years. Well, well, it lasted. You know, Fez and Earl had me at six months and one year, respectively. Not only that, but uh, Ant put down a lot of money that this thing wasn't going to last a year. <laughs> I know. I was just talking to him in the hallway. Yeah. He pushed all in on that. <laughs> cost him a pretty penny. <laughs> I, I took house money and I said, I'll pick the date. It doesn't matter to me. Does I'll he, make sure it happens. You understand when you bet on my life, it trivializes me as yeah. a human being? Well, basically, it's think of it this way. It's like fucking, for us, it's like betting on dogs fighting. <laughs> so there is something yeah. you're doing. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, here's our buddy Pat in Long Island. Hey, Pat. Uh, hey, what's wrong, Lonnie? Yeah, uh, Ben and Richard and Miles all got scattered when Widmore's people fired the mortars at them. Right. Is the Widmore a bad guy or a good guy? He's bad. I don't know. Oh. Fuck yes, he's definitely bad. But if he's out to save the world, right, you got to figure him like the CIA. So if the CIA clips a couple people, but it's for the greater good of the planet, they're kind of the good guys. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. But I don't think you do. <laughs> 
I do. I understand. I had I had the stupidest remark yesterday that actually got my wife upset. When Jack pushed Locke into the water, yeah. and then he came out of it, I thought the water cleansed him, and real Locke was back. And I go, everything's real, real Catholic Locke with is- you. <laughs> Every, everything is Catholic with you. Yeah, and she's like, what are you talking about? I go, that, I bet you real Locke, now it's going to be real Locke again, but I was wrong about Jews that. Jews don't understand a rebirth. They it, don't. It wasn't the Wicked Witch of the West where you just have to hit her with a bucket of water. Well, that's what I thought. I thought because it was a smoke monster, what mm-hmm. beats... Smoke. Why didn't they just fucking drown them down there once they had them underwater? Yeah, I was so fucking confused. Why Why would you let him up? Yeah. Obviously, the water's not good for this guy. Plus, like, if he's made out of smoke, water, you know, that's what you do when you know, there's a fire. You put that water you on You put it. the smoke underwater. We'll right. see what happens then. Uh, although, spunk bomb underwater will still have the smoke come out. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm. Randy Buffalo. Yeah, hey, you guys uh, are on the mark about Locke uh, not being able to kill them himself. Uh, so when uh, Sawyer pulled the wires out of the bomb, it triggered the uh, secondary bomb, which basically allowed them to scramble and uh, kill themselves in a sense. He, he got them all together. That's exactly what he yes, wanted. Yes, Jack, so they, Jack they fucking explained that to plan. us. You didn't figure this out. Jack did. <laughs> and Sawyer, like the idiot he's always been, and taking the name of the person who killed his parents like a fucking moron. Yeah, that's odd. That'd be like one of the Kennedy kids going around and going like this. Hi, I'm Sirhan Sirhan. How's everybody doing? Uh, okay, Bobby Jr. No, call me Sirhan Sirhan. Uh, that's I the name I roll by. I really want to. I'm not comfortable. Here's the thing that bugs me about Sirhan Sirhan. Just stop. You got the Sirhan out there. Leave it like Madonna. You don't see Sting going around. I'm Sting Sting. Didn't that would be fucking ridiculous. He never would have had the hits he did. Didn't Sirhan Sirhan do Hungry Like the Wolf? No, that was Duran Duran. And they were so well-dressed. My favorite song is My Name is Rio and I'm Riding in This Boat. That's the favorite fucking song. That's a good one. We can all wear shiny suits. They always seem to be taking vacations in their videos. Glamorous vacations, though. Yeah. Not the kind of vacations you take where you're up at Lake Winnipesaukee at your uncle's fucking place. (laughs) My father-in-law. Is that your father-in-law's place? Yeah. Uh, That's a long way from North Carolina. Yeah, but they got the money to spend. They, you know, they can fly and shit. Rolling. We we we, Rolling. Gotta be the, we, we we have to be the Griswolds fucking packing everyone in, <laughs> driving up there. Won't they stop the private jet and pick you up? <laughs> oh, that's right. You can't land a private jet in Jersey. They won't let you. <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't think so. When is your Jersey show restarting? Um, MTV has done a poor job promoting it, but I believe it's uh, starting in uh, uh, late June. The problem for them is, like, clips are already all over the place, where everyone just shows their own reality show without MTV. Yeah. There's too many spoilers, because one of them is the the girl who left last year is back, and I I wish I was surprised by that. Uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus from uh, Seinfeld fame got her uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame star yesterday. And they spelled her name wrong. They absolutely spelled her name wrong, which is kind of classic. And if I was her, I'd, I'd say leave it that way. Or I would just try and make sure people won't come by every day with a marker and try to fix it for her. That Hollywood Walk of Fame is like the least fucking cool thing in the whole world. It's as dumb as anything can be. Well, like when you're sharing it with like Kermit the Frog... Then you're just, this isn't real. This isn't Cooperstown. It's not real, and it's fuck, it doesn't even look good. But it's far from Cooperstown. Yeah. Uh, Have you been to Cooperstown? Oh, fuck yeah, twice. We ought to do a show from there. Uh, that is probably my favorite place on, in, in the world. 
I wish I lived there, honestly. You really like metal heads, huh? <laughs> There's not a real lot to do once you get there. No, I mean, but Double Day Field is so beautiful. I could just spend the rest of my life just sitting in the bleachers, scoring games. Mm. That's all I would do. You know, if you put up money, they'll get you the star. Uh, if your fan club just says we have the ten grand or whatever it is, might be something for the Dave Pound to look into. Yeah, that's, I didn't know this. So seriously, everyone tweet at Hollywood <laughs> Walk of Fame. You're still tweeting, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's great. Any new good videos? I haven't checked yet lately. The last one I saw was the guy sleeping on your arm. That was it. I mean, Pepper and I did a high pants thing yesterday. How was that? Um... Uh, Pepper loved it. Uh, let me take I a quick gander. Exactly keen let me on take, it. take a quick gander. Uh, oops, that's the wrong. Um, one. He's on good. I just it didn't come out to my Stanley Kubrick vision of it, but you know. I understand. Sometimes I'm. Hard I on fucking tubed horribly with uh, foot porn. <laughs> no, that wasn't I'm, your fault. That was the that. cinematographer. I'm thinking about taking a Quentin Tarantino six year off. <laughs> just taking six years to myself. Try to regroup. This computer is taking forever. That the uh, cinematographer was the fault of foot porn, if you recall. That, I wouldn't put that in the well. The computers bit. are having problems because right now Mars is trying to undo a couple paper clips. <laughs> He's been working on that for three fucking months. All right, my last tweet was loss is so great I farted thrice. Well, that's that's good. It's okay. witty. Here it is. No one ever does fart humor, so it's really brilliant. <laughs> What's up to today? What's you doing today? I'm just getting some work done, buddy. Really? That's all I'm doing. Yes, Pepper. Getting some work done. My pants are high. Um, little... what's with the pants, Dave? What are you talking about? They're, um, they're a little high. You always make fun of me. Well, your pants are high, Dave. <laughs> you know it's laundry day. <laughs> I, I, never, I never would say this before, but Pepper was wrong and you were right. <laughs> It just wasn't up to your normal thing. <laughs> I, I just thought that we, we missed the shot because the pants were high. but Yeah, the, they weren't high enough in that shot. And also, I thought the, the lighting was wrong, and you couldn't tell that the pants were really fucking actually up to my nipples. Yeah, they don't come off that way. Yeah. It just seemed like they were a little high, like four or five inches high. Right. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Dan in Albany. You're on the run of Fest show. Yeah, Ronnie, out in Cooperstown, they got a store called Mickey's Place, which has got the best hat collection you could ever find as far as minor league team, major league teams, all the old Negro league teams. i got to make a pilgr pilgrimage there at least once every three months. That's all exciting, except for I can get them the same things online if I want. <laughs> and who doesn't want a Kansas City Monarch shirt? I want it to look just like Spike Lee. They're great-looking stuff. Those Negro League uh, outfits were awesome. Well, I don't know what the, the store was when I was up there, but the, uh, the peaches were in there, the old ladies. Oh, yeah. The, the real ones though, yeah. from the movie. There's a display there. there. No, but they were doing signings. Oh, wow. So uh, I had the kids go over and get a picture sign of old ladies we've never seen before or since, and then I, I don't even think it made it, the picture made it out of the car. They can end up just blowing out the back at some point. But I couldn't let them just sit there and knit. Uh, that would have been, Bob Dylan and Willie Nelson played Double Day Field uh, last summer, and I was desperately they, trying to get a ticket, but Bob Dylan has played every minor league park in the country yeah, for some reason. he's doing his tour of... I don't get it. That's been going on for like eight years. I know. He does it every summer. He's just insane. I'm like, I'm all I'm going to do this show is play the organ. Why? Yeah, that's what he did at Bonnaroo when I was like, I was liking it, but you just saw 30,000 people just head. We're like, uh, let's go see uh, Ben Folds. They, they all said that as one? 
30,000 people at the same time. Let's go all see Ben and Folds. Yeah, I was waiting for everybody to pick up with me. I'm trying. Like chemistry thing. Um, Tim, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, I got an Ichiban for probably just you and uh, Blowhard. Legendary Tigers broadcaster Ernie Harwell dies at the age of 92. Here's the thing. Have you noticed that we're not really replacing these legendary broadcasters? It's just, uh, it seems like these icons pass away. And then the guys who replace them, you can take your leave. Well, the Joe Buck is going to be an icon. I mean, I'm not a big fan not for of me. him. Yeah, he has a very big-time East Coast bias. He hates people from Philly, Boston, New York, you name it. Well, he's from the middle of the country. I know, right? and he thinks we're just all a bunch of fucking smelly assholes, and he's wrong about that. To me, he's the Eric Trump of fucking baseball broadcasting. He's e true. Uh, you were born into it, my friend. You were born into it, much like Etro. <laughs> um, but, you know, we still have uh, Vince Scully. I guess he's the last one. And, uh, he's probably the greatest baseball announcer of all time. He's basically our Richard, where he just stays exactly the same no matter what's going on. Yeah, he's he's amazing. He's been doing it since, I think, like 1950, mm. which is just fucking ridiculous when you think about it. I hope he just starts getting confused and calling every pitcher Drysdale. <laughs> Don Drysdale kicks. <laughs> All right, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. More red-haired news. Uh, NBC is pissed at Conan O'Brien. They said Conan was wrong when he said NBC gave him the boot because they would have had to pay Jay Lendo more money. Uh, we also talked about this yesterday. Monster ratings for 60 Minutes. Everybody was interested in seeing Conan uh, with his guts uh, slice wide open. Uh, David Mack, who was wrong here, NBC or Conan? Um, I have to say, I think Conan's coming across a little poorly here because he, he's he's dwelling on it now too much, and I don't. He shouldn't. Every news story is about Conan, how he got the shaft, and it's time to. Time well, particularly to go. for him, you know what I mean? Like he had this opportunity. It's like when. Uh, the girlfriend breaks up with you publicly, but then you get a new girlfriend. When people start to ask you about the old girlfriend, you've got to be like, oh, that's yesterday's news. Yeah. I'm all excited about this new chick. And you just keep spinning it in to talk about rotten TBS and his shitty show over there that he must feel horrible about. <laughs> the fact that he's still talking about NBC, he's got zero excitement for his TBS show. Yeah. And who blames him? He's going to be some, uh, f uh, following seven straight episodes of the office every single night. Well, it's got to fucking feel uh, ridiculous. Yeah. So I think NBC's wrong because they had the thing where Conan's not allowed to say anything bad. So if he's on 60 Minutes saying actual mistruths about them, then they sh if, that's a, if that's how it happened, they should sue him. They should go after him for lying about them on TV. Uh, Jake, Green Bay, you're on a fez. Uh, we lost you. Well, the, the real point is how would they know? How is Conan supposed to know what Leno's deal is anyway? He has no idea. Right. So, so for him to even bring it up doesn't even make sense. You don't know what somebody else's fucking deal is. Mm -hmm. What do you think? He's sitting there going over everybody's fucking contracts? It didn't even make sense for him to look backwards. And you look like a pussy when you say, I'm not allowed to say. Because all they're going to sue him for is the money they've already fucking given him. So if you are happy with the fucking shut up money... Fuck it. Right. 
You're allowed to say whatever you want. You're just not allowed to say whatever you want and hold somebody else's money while you do it. <laughs> he wants the This money. whole thing is I'm not allowed to say is bullshit. You're allowed to say whatever the fuck you want to. But they paid you money to do a service. That fucking service is not talking about the past. Not that big a fucking deal here. He ought to be laughing and saying, I'm not going to talk about these idiots. They gave me $35 million not to. I'm taking that $35 million and telling you about my new show on fucking uh, on TBS. It's the same show you forgot to watch on NBC. Right. It's going to be fantastic. It's the same shit you don't care about. And I'm going to have, like, newspapers with funny fucking headlines. <laughs> Look at this. They made a mistake in the newspaper. Oh, God. That's good. I they meant to happen. write uh, three, and they put tree. Oh, no. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Chris. Hey, what's going on, boys? I got a Ichiban for you, fellas. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, toxicology reports have revealed that Corey Haim died of pneumonia and no and, and no drugs, unfortunately. They had a lot of money going on drugs. Well, you got to be very, very careful there. Uh, I always like the natural causes when a guy's in his 30s. <laughs> well, Jim Morrison, you know, his heart just gave out. Yeah, from fucking doing dope. Right. I suppose. They buried that fucker without bombing him, and they were in such a hurry. <laughs> I think he was still breathing when they shut the box. Well, I heard he was always sickly, though, that Corey Haim. I don't know. You know, he had asthma and stuff. And I paid m as much attention to this fucking story as I did his career when he was alive. <laughs> he got Lost Boys. I wish Lost Boys would just drop the boys and just be a Lost episode. <laughs> that would be... Then I would be a bigger fan. The only thing is, uh, is like, uh, fucking Star. That's the only thing I wish was on Lost right now. Right. And that giant fucking sax player who works out. <laughs> right. Forget his name. What was that fucking song that they all came running down the fucking beach to? It's like I still believe or something like that. It's fucking hysterical. Then everybody, look at the 80s fucking sax guy. If you played the saxophone in any 80s band, all you needed was one note. Just fucking hit that and then hold it. And they hold it as long it. as you possibly can. Yeah, remember St. Elmo's Fire, that yeah. awful sax scene? Well, Rob Lowe played the sax in that. He was the saxophone player. Right. And uh, like you said, it's getting pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Sax was such a bigger thing. Yeah, Lost Boys, I still believe. Tim Capella. All right, let's play it. Let's fucking bring in a little I still believe. There's a big sax. Hold it. They play this song right on the beach, so if you're fucking all wired out on the beach at night, you and your you can take like a little kid who's on a milk carton and go running down like, oh look, there's a band playing for free. They had to fucking change the decade name of the 80s to bad music and bad movies. Bad clothing as well. Don't like neon? <laughs> and a lot of zippers. Thin keyboard ties. Zippers that serve no purpose, too. You know? <laughs> they weren't even like pockets. <laughs> and the designers are always going, you know what? I think we need some more zippers on the back. I heard uh, Tim... 
Capello's middle name is Ah. Because he sings along. Speaking of which, I saw on the sign, Aha is going to be in here today. Wow. Are they playing? I don't think they're playing. What if they refuse to do Take On Me? They'll go, we'll come in and do a live show, but we won't do Take On Me. I'll sing it right to them. Take On Me, my favorite part of the song is when he's singing about being stuck in a comic strip about race cars. (laughs) What fucking comic are you reading with black and white fucking race cars, indie cars? Pretty lame uh, sketches. Why'd we stop rocking out? Uh, Kevin, you're on the run face show. Honey, you sound like a million bucks. What can I do for you? Hey, Dave, Dave's wrong in a way, and he's right in a way. There's no good ones, but you still got Marty Brenneman from the Reds. You still got the Milwaukee's great announcers. St. Louis is great announcers. No, we're not saying that, that, that there aren't still classic great guys around. We're just saying that they never seem to be replaced by the same kind of talent. And maybe it's because you need three, four decades before people start to enjoy you. Well, just like modern sports, I think that sportscasters tend to move around these days. That they'll spend, you know, Charlie Steiner helps Vince Scully out. But he also did, did Yankees games. He right. also was a sports center fucking anchor. And that's what these guys do. They get their own shows. They do this and that. So yeah. you don't have one guy sticking with a team for 30, 40 years. It's just impossible. Guys don't do that anymore. Right, because there's a lot more money in just yeah. selling your voice. And if you are a good enough announcer that you're with a team for 20 years, odds are you've been offered a job on TV or some other thing that uh, you're going to take. I'll tell you this, uh, being a Philly guy, when, ha- when Harry Callis died, um, that said he act like Kennedy was just fucking He was killed. terrific. He was definitely one of the icons. And people actually grew up with that voice. They cared about him. Yeah. And no one ever said, man, I heard Harry call a really bad game the other night. It just never came up. Right. Or I, you never heard anybody say, I can't stand Harry Callis. Or he makes it all about him. It was always about the game. Where the new guys, they constantly make it about themselves. And they, they all try to do wry humor, which is annoying when everyone's doing the same kind of thing. Mm. Uh, I was d- deeply upset when Phil Rizzuto died. Now, I, of course, I never saw him play. I just knew him as this unbelievable, fun well, you, announcer. You, you told me you can't even look at Money Store commercials. <laughs> Phil uh, <laughs> Rosetto for the money stuff. <laughs> Those giant glasses. Yeah, just and then leaving early. Oh, he, and, and a very cheap guy. He lived uh, not too far from us. That is cheap. And he'd always go to Joe's Deli and would never tip anybody. Is that right? Yeah, it was I hate very, to hear about people who don't tip. Yeah, he was unfortunately a well re, re, well renowned. Uh, penny pincher. Well, maybe that's because he was one of those guys who grew up during the Depression, and they just feel like the, the shit's going to blow up again. Yeah, that's probably it. He grew up in the 30s. Although, I will, you know, it's really funny, like, if something happens to you, then you tend to react like that's the reality forever. And I'm kind of, I find it very interesting here in New York City, I don't find a single person who's even slightly nervous about the car bomb gimmick. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, you would think everybody would be panicking. Nobody gives a shit. You see, everybody's still walking down the same streets. No one's bringing up whatever that... Only the news is panicking, but no regular people. I walk there every day. It actually hasn't even crossed my mind that there was It just doesn't for some reason. Yeah. I got... There's too many uh, stores to look at, you know? David Mack likes to check out the Gap. I had no idea that you're a window shopper. Oh, yeah. Every, t- every day when I walk to Port Authority, I go through that area. Uh, here's uh, Jonathan in Tennessee. You're on my face. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, man. 
Uh, you, you're having some fucking phone problems, my friend. I'll let you go. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, we were talking about uh, baseball a little bit. Another story showing that Fezzy might be right with a single hate. Single hate. Fez brought it to his, our attention that as a single man living a solitary life, there is a prejudice against him. Uh, here's a, a baseball story. Um, Twins fan goes over, a young lady, goes over to Target Field, asks for a single seat against the Royals. She was told no tickets. Then she sees other people coming up buying tickets. She's going, you told me there was no tickets. I'm seeing people buy tickets. She goes, no, they're for two. You've got to be able to buy two tickets and not a single. Now, I understand where they're coming from, Fez. It's harder to sell single tickets. Right. They're going to have a sellout day. Should this woman be offered the two tickets, or do you say, wait, unless you put it up on the board as two tickets, you've got to sell them as uh, singles? You have to sell them as singles. It's got to be, if you're going to do that, you have to put it up there. To tell this lady that there are no tickets at all, talk about the single prejudice. They didn't even give her the opportunity at the window. To buy a pair of tickets. I think they might have been crossing a line if they would have done that. If they would have said you have to buy two, that probably was... And even Mm. saying we don't have a single for you probably was also crossing the line. But I don't think you could say you have to buy these as pairs Mm -hmm. unless you already put it up on the board. Right. If you had maybe at the very outset, if you had like uh, two tickets for a special price... Like you advertised it Yeah, but that they didn't. Way. It never was that situation. They right. never had any advertisement. They're just like, hey, we're going to get a sellout. Uh, all right, look at this unattractive person coming up here buying a <laughs> single. Doesn't have a friend in the world. Fuck her. Let's just send her home. Yeah, so she's discriminated against. She's basically not allowed in a ballpark because of her social situation. Wow, you take it that far? Yes, I absolutely take it that far because she wasn't even given the... They just told her no tickets. They, they did. They told her no tickets. And then she had to sit there and watch other people buy their tickets. Right. She's watching socially accepted people I see. walk through the gate. And here, please, welcome to Target Field. Enjoy the game. You're accepted. Oh, you know what I would have done? The same thing they would have done in Philly. Can I have one ticket? One moment, please. Shoot her in the back with a taser gun. <laughs> Drop her with a fucking taser gun and then throw one of those uh, Planet of the Apes nets over her and go dragging her down the street with a horse. I'm surprised they didn't. I, I hope she sues. Um, Second guy ran the field. Well, I mean, really sue, though? I mean, do we have to go that far? I mean, honestly, we see that there's a small glitch in the system. But I don't know if it's set up as some kind of single hate. Now, I will tell you this. If I'm out at a movie, and a single person comes in and sits next to me. I'm like, who's this weirdo? When are they going to try to jerk me off? And I can't sit there and enjoy the film. Right. Uh, That's a single prejudice, Ron. Yeah, but I'm like, they can't even make a friend on their own. They're going to try to glob into my fucking friendships. And also, you're right, because they tend to masturbate. They do masturbate, but they that is the greatest pick in the world right there. And it looks so much like the Transformers. Uh, that's the taser guy taking it in the back 
uh, and the fat Philly cop just fucking nailing him because he can't run. Um, the kid asked his father, can I go out in the field? Sure you can, son. <laughs> sure you can. Is that his dad out there? No, no, no. That's another security guy. No, but who's running out? Oh, that, that's the second guy now. So now this is going to happen every night. It happened last night. Second oh, runner. anybody tasered him? <laughs> no. Good. Um, I decide. want the people of Philly to fucking seriously rush the stage. <laughs> they no start chanting, tase him, though. The rest tase, of the him, <laughs> tase him. Tase him. Tase him. Tase him. Tase him. Uh, he went too long with the tasing. The thing <laughs> about it is, you think this uh, twin spokesman, Kevin Smith, would be a better clerk in this situation? Kevin Smith? Clerk. You needed to set it up first. I had no idea that there was a club spokesman. So you go, yeah. hey, the club's uh, right. spokesman, Kevin Smith, said. And then you go, okay. Kevin Smith. He'd be a better clerk in well, this situation. I, I want you to have a, a funnier joke for that. Okay. And since we're doing the seating thing, you could have done some tie-in right. where Kevin had to buy two seats. Yeah. But if that's the case, right, let's say in the airlines, mm -hmm. fat asses have to buy two seats, right? Right. Why shouldn't a single person... Have to buy two seats wherever they go. They're not taking up two seats. Well, but then we can't sell two seats after that. Let's suppose I have a restaurant and I have a bunch of two tops. A guy coming in as a single, and I'm like, well, that means I don't get to sell that other fucking spot. No. Now he's taking up two dinners, even though he's only eating one. So in the case of this, right. I'm not going to be able to sell that other seat. How many fucking loser singles are out there that can't make a friend? You don't have anybody to call up? Hey, want to go to a Twins game? Come on. You know somebody. This is a weird, weird woman. This Just is a woman who wanted to go see a baseball game. Yeah, but why what doesn't she have a friend? Is she shitting herself? It's possible. She's, what if she shat herself at the fucking game? She's probably a nice, normal person. Maybe had an afternoon off, wanted to go see a ball game. Right. Didn't have anyone to go with at the time. Then drop the normal part of that. She's probably an alcoholic. Good call. I didn't even think of that. Or drug addict. And Lesbo. Oxycontin. Yeah. You know, they do that Oxycontin. It's the hillbilly heroin. <laughs> She's just someone who was by herself. And yes, that's what we're saying. And was denied access from a ballpark. It's absolutely wrong. And I don't think she was denied access. She was just told... Um, no, we have no tickets. Because yeah. they felt uncomfortable. She was told no tickets, no seats for you. Tough. We, we have to make a profit here. Uh, Larry, Virginia, you're on a fez. Larry. Uh, do we got you, pal? I can't wait till Mars gets those fucking safety pins all unclipped and then he can come down and start working on phones and stuff. Um, well, there is a, a pretty well-known restaurant in New York City that he won't uh, have the table for five. He feels like it's a, a, an insult to him if you show up with five people. And not only that, you are banned for life. If he sees you show up later, two years later, and you want a two-top, no, you're the motherfuckers who wanted five that day. Get out and stay out. Jesus. It's kind of strict. Um, Is that Chef Curtis? Tom, you're in Fez. Yeah, Ronnie. Can you buy three tickets or five tickets to yes. this ball game? Yes, you can, because you're not annoying people like that. There's got to be an odd seat somewhere for this woman. You would think, but then here's the problem. She's going to try to talk to those normal people. She's going to try to be like, ah, you know what? We ought to make some trades. And you're like, who is this woman? Oh, yeah. Why doesn't she have fucking seats of her own? That would 
be a bad thing if she was trying to just make conversation with someone in the ballpark when she's in there. They're oh, all fans God. together. Leave people alone. Single, married. Is that her? Well, it's an unofficial Luann Nordstrom. That's oh, the woman's God. name. So I Google imaged, and this is what That's came up. That's her. So. She's never going to get a friend. No, I mean, actually, she's lucky that they didn't punch her in the stomach. Going with that kind of haircut? The fuck is this? She's pulling another Charlie Weiss. Uh, here's Tom in Phoenix. You're on my face. Hey, boys. Yeah. Uh, I just moved out here to Phoenix from Connecticut about two months ago. And I am the king of the single ticket. I've been to a bunch of Coyotes games. I uh, went to Sun. Well, first night. of all, obviously you're going to be the king. There's just you. <laughs> uh, well, it works out. I get a great seat every time because it's just a single ticket. And, uh, you know, like the Suns game the other night, I was first row center court in the upper deck. You know, in a sold-out building virtually. But buying only one ticket, you can sit anywhere you want. That's kind of an interesting thing. I never thought of that. There's probably, because of the threes and fives, a lot of singles. And, of course, you never, you and your friend, uh, like normal people go out, they have somebody with them, they're going to go, no, we don't want to be split up. What do you have? Hmm. But if you just go as a single, and why not go like this? I know I'm awkward, but you might have an awkward situation. Let me fill it for you. Think of me almost as a fucking... Crazy CIA sniper. By the way, second time today I mentioned the word CIA, so who knows who I've been talking to. <laughs> who knows if I'm, you know, doing some dealing. This chick also was a quitter because she could have went to another, you know, ticket. There's there's like 30 different ticket vendors. Or, she or told there was no ticket. She would have found could've... one vendor who would have given to her, is my stub point. She could have stub-hubbed that fucker. Yeah. There's fucking scalpers, cheap. Uh, I got one. I got one for the <laughs> twin. Who want one for the twin? <laughs> Holding, holding. Who need one? Who need one? Do blacks up there have any of that Fargo accent? No. And like, blacks, no, blacks will never pick up a local dialect. Okay. They just have their either urban black or country black. They go either way. It's either like, who need two? Or I'm going to go game. I'm going to go game. Okay. That's what black people great. call country. So you have the urban sound, and then you have the country sound. Um. That was great when the, the Asian guy in Fargo had the Minnesota accent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're oh, super. She, she is a super lady. She fought so hard, Marge. Can I sit on your side? No. Made that, made me, that made me love Marge Gunderson for going, no, I don't want you to sit yeah. over here. She's one of the few trusting women in the world. And that guy sitting at home painting ducks doesn't have a goddamn thing to worry about. No, it was nice. She's no whore. You, did not, you didn't marry a whore. Uh, Bruce in Louisiana. You're a runner fez. Yeah, I got an Ichiban for you, Ron. Uh, the Phoenix Suns tonight uh, are going to change the name on their jersey to Los Suns in protest of Arizona's uh, immigration law. No, they're not. I, don't, I didn't I hear don't about believe that. this. I don't believe that for a second. They already showed a picture of the jersey. It's red instead of white and purple. But don't they it's put red. tears on it? I don't know. I'm going to look this up. I want you to stay, Bruce. Because I find this hard to believe. Because the NBA would have to sign off on this, right? Well, I don't know. My source is the View, and Whoopi Goldberg told me. All so right. Well, then, well, then let I stand corrected. Because Whoopi Goldberg's never given us a bad thing, so I apologize to you. So Los Sons is uh, Los is what? Fez like a the. All right. Why don't they just put the then? It's so they stand as one with the Sons. And there's the picture. You're, you, uh, Bruce, and Whoopi are 100% correct. It looks like they've worn it before. It looks uh, well, great. Uh, I ought to get a prize closet then. Um, yeah. 
You'll go into the prize closet. But if they've worn it before, it's it's not a a protest. Oh, it's, by the way, they were uh, they were already planning on wearing this for Cinco de Mayo. That's my point. Look, there's Steve Nash. I have it on the screen. So they've worn the jersey before. You're right. Fuck him and his prize. And yeah. All right, hold on. Pull the prize. <laughs> Pull the prize. Done. Bupkis is what he gets. He can tape this. Fuck you. Here's Put what, that on your phone. Here's what Hengstis yells. Done. It's over. I don't like it just from the fact of being so grammatically incorrect of being Spanglish. If you're going to do los, then go with the Spanish word for sun. What's that? Souls. Okay. Oh, I love that name, the souls. Los souls. Los souls. Don't fucking dig that. Don't sounds, do it halfway if you're going to do it. Los suns. It sounds stupid. Here's uh, Mo in Oklahoma. How are you? Hey, buddy. Yeah. I was wondering what Fez would think about if this lady at the baseball game started making small talk and to start asking people to come to her house and offer him blowjobs. How would he feel about that? I know. That's what happens with the weirdos. Let me ask you something. You live there in Oklahoma, Mo? Yeah. What part? Southern. Right, when you're, uh, if you've got a strawberry on a stick and you're getting chocolate, right? Do you get so much chocolate on it that it eventually falls off and ruins the machine? Because I've heard that about people in Oklahoma. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Mike, you're on a Fez. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, Sports Center's reporting that uh, they're wearing the jerseys because of uh, Cinco de Mayo, not yeah. Of uh, the protests in Arizona. You're 100% right, and that's why we stopped Bruce's uh, price. Fuck Bruce. Fuck Clarence. Fuck them all. You can, you can name anybody oh, else I in can the name band? everybody. All right, let's do it. Of course I can name everyone. I uh, got, you know, here's what I want you to do right now. Because you're I'll Mr. Jersey, right? Yeah. Now, um... I'm going to pick an album. I want you to name all the players on that album. Oh, that's, that's going to be tough. But can, can I just name you the band? No, no. Okay. no. I don't want that. All right. I'll try to do it. Uh, I'll try. Gosh darn it. Why, why are you panicking, Jersey boy? Why are you fucking panicking? Well, no, it's just that what Bruce has had people in and out sometimes. You know, today like, we were going to be playing the list, but you guys and your fucking, oh, let's find some way that I can be sexually fucking uh, pranced around on a video. Just, ugh. I thought two things. Someone has to drink a, a shot glass of spit, or um, someone gets some guy holds a pretzel rod in their ass. The other guy has to eat it by the time the game's over. So I'll put a hold of pretzel rod in my I cheeks. Fez will hold a pretzel rod in his cheeks. The game? No, we both hold pretzel rods in our ass cheeks, and then when the game is over, the I, person I'm going to make this one. easy on you. Tell me everybody who played on the uh, Born to Run album. On okay. The Born to Run album. All right. I need backup. I need backup on the Born to Run. I'm going to start with Bruce Springsteen. All right, let me check that. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, we, we're talking Bruce. We're going to talk the big man was definitely there. Clarence obviously was there. He's on the fucking yes. cover. Um, I'm pretty sure Max was there at that point. He was. And I know uh, Gary W. Talon, the uh, bassist, must have been yes. there. Okay? I know that Stephen had to have been there, right? Yes. Stephen Van Sant. Um, I will say definitely Danny Federese. I, I believe he had to have been there as well. Yes, he also played the Glockenspiel okay. on that. And I'm going to actually close it out with Roy Bitton on piano and say that's the band. Uh, well, you closed it out very early. Fuck. 
Because um, I don't think they had. I mean, Nils didn't play on that, correct? There were other people playing uh, who was playing uh, piano also in Oregon on Born the Run. I just have Roy and Danny Federice. I don't know. David. I don't know. Sanchez. This. Oh, I knew that. I knew David Sanchez. Suki Lahav played violin. Well, yeah, but those are studios. No, she also came out on tour with it. I don't know. I mean, and I have that. 75. Jungle Land. The Jungle Land thing, yeah. No, I know, but. Uh, do yourself a favor. Go check Widener fucking college. <laughs> See if she didn't come out and fucking play on that. All right. Before the, the night before it came out. Okay. I know that. All right, I'll check that. Um, you also forgot Ernest Booms Carter. Oh. Uh, See, I thought he was at the Wayne Andre. Mike Capel did background uh, vocals. Oh. Michael Brecker. Oh, sax. Michael Brecker. Randy Brecker's brother. Richard Davis. Richard Davis. And uh, it's a host of Family Feud. David Sanborn also played well, David sax. David Sanborn did yeah. some work for him. I yeah. didn't know David Sanborn did work on Born the Run. I think a studio guy at the time, to tell you the oh. truth. He's always playing with uh, Paul Schaefer's band, that David Sanborn. Yeah. They hope, love that guy. Yeah. Well, what's not to love? <laughs> He's an attractive man with a saxophone. What's not to love there? Boom, boom. The, yeah, I'm going to go see him at the, uh, I'm gonna go see him at the Blue Note. Uh, let's go over here to Rob Winnipeg, Run Face Show. Hey, guys. I was watching uh, PTI yesterday, and uh, Steve Nash was on there. He definitely said that uh, the team's against the um, – New bill in Arizona, and uh, they're definitely wearing the uh, uniforms as a protest. All right, prize is back on for Bruce. Blue, uh, Bruce in Louisiana, prize is back on. You sure? <laughs> this is what Steve Kerr, their GM, said. Uh. It is Cinco de Mayo. Uh. Also, it's a political statement. But the point was they had this planned because of Cinco de Mayo weeks ago. This would mean a lot to me if they kept wearing it throughout the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay. Then Bruce can call back. Right. But they're not going to. All right, so it's off again? Yeah, it's back off. All right, fuck him. And tell him Fez's idea about low soul. Okay. Change it all the way if you're going to change it. Uh, and apparently they wore the same jersey back in March. Yeah, that's... In 2008. Right, and they weren't protesting so jack what shit. what the fuck were you mad about back then, Nash? Fucking... First of all, Nash. Yeah, about McCain being such a loser. This is an then. American problem. So we'll, you know, we don't mind you coming down here winning MVPs. But after that, just say thank you. Cash your check and on, off yeah, you go. I, I just think Getty Lee's dribbling the basketball every time I see Steve Nash go down the court. What the fuck? This isn't Tom Sawyer. This is, a, this is an American <laughs> game. That's true. Do, Dr. Naismith, Dick. Hold on. Fez Watley on fire today. Fez, what's up about you? <laughs> Um, Brett Michaels is released from the hospital. Mm-hmm. He's doing some walking. They say he's going to make a full recovery. Good. Donald Trump in a bad position here. He has to let Brett Michaels win Celebrity Apprentice now. If there's a how pre- do we know he's even the final two? We don't know. If there's a pre-taped episode comes up where Donald Trump is seen firing Brett Michaels and being nasty to him in the boardroom. It's just going to look awful. You know what? Let me uh, let me get somebody to take care of this uh, who uh, is actually a fix-it man. He's the cleaner for Mr. Trump, and that's E. True, Eric <laughs> Trump, his son. God, I was thinking we'd hang up banners. Did it's- you hear that? My son <laughs> wants to hang up banners. Pepsi is a great company. 
It's all pretend anyway. Go back and edit any episode where he might have been fired to where he stays. And then bring him out at the finale live and he wins. All right. Uh, the guy who tried to blackmail David Letterman got six months, Dave. Six months. Too harsh, too easy, too what? I think it's just right. I, I don't think that uh, you, the guy is going to be publicly humiliated. He'll never. He'll probably never work in the media uh, again. I will hire him tomorrow. Unless, <laughs> unless he writes a tell-all book. Um, that's part of the deal. He can't. Oh, he's, he's, he's done. He's got a Conan deal. So give him six months, let him suffer, and no big thing. It's blackmail, but, you know. I, I go and ask for pens. Just test these pens for me. Here's a pen. This one Look works. Look at them one after another, though. Look at these pens. What I want to do is start having a producer's meeting. I don't, want, I don't want a pen. I'm just pointing out that I have things stuck in front of me <laughs> on a daily basis that are bupkis. That are just bupkis. These pens are, uh, okay. I might have overreacted. Sometimes the writing surface affects how the ink comes out. Well, no, out. it's not that. There's some special thing that has to happen. It's called a full Ron pen. I guess I got them as they were just new. Uh, yeah, okay, we, don't answer me. We, I'll, we, try we did. Out my, I'll try to figure it out myself. <laughs> I'll do it all myself. We did buy new pens. So Who's we? Um, n none of us bought them, but we got them from the supply closet. Okay, thank you. That's what I like to point out. <laughs> That's what I like to point out. Uh, Jimmy Fallon is going to host uh, the next Emmy Awards. And it seems like, uh, with all the mess to late night that NBC has happened, Jimmy Fallon has found his stock rise quite a bit. His show is watchable. Anytime I have to turn it on for a guest, they go in there, and Jimmy's having a lovely time, and they're playing beer pong, and they're they're throwing stuff, and they have some decent bands on. And, and he seems to enjoy his guests. I'm going to go this far, Dave. I think Jimmy Fallon, unmasked guest, former unmasked guest, may be the future, future of NBC. You think he's going to be the Tonight Show host? Yeah. Wow. Jay, I, I think he's doing a, actually a great job. And I'm not talking soon. This could be like a five-year deal. Right. If I was him, I'd go in and go, I want to sign a paper that I get to Tonight Show in five years. Matter of fact, I might even call NBC and say that, just because I understand that if you don't get it, you get $30 million. <laughs> And I'd rather not get it. The thing is, people like the older guy in that slot. I mean, unfortunately, that's proven. That's why they like Leno. Well, they're in no hurry. They're in no hurry. Yeah, but I mean, Jimmy Fallon's still not going to be old enough. Even if Leno retires in seven years, Jimmy Fallon still, I don't think, will be, like, mature enough. He's perfect at 1230. That's what's a good fit for yeah, him. Yeah, but, but it, how old is he now? Uh, 34, maybe, something like that. Look and look. I know he started on the uh, Saturday Night Live young, but uh, people generally like this guy. He's, he's got he's got likability. That's there's no question about that. Well, here's the other thing about it. Unlike most of these people, he actually likes his guests. You can see him legitimately having a good time. He's 35. All right, 35. So, so in seven years, he'll be 42. It still seems almost too young. I'm just saying the old people like an older guy in his 50s. you got to go with someone maybe a little older. At that point, Dana Carvey will be, you know, oh my 50. God. What's wrong with that? Dana Carvey, the man that you said was making the comeback on the Apple commercial and didn't do anything. By the way, uh, Dave, you sat in here and told me iPads were going to flop in a big, big way. Millions sold in 28 days. Put it in the list is another failure for you. Well, I don't. Uh, that's a very small list. I call that failure list the Danny, Dana Carvey list. Oh. 
thing is going to come back. I didn't think this iPad was going to do anything because it's just a giant iPod. Who <laughs> fucking wants bigger shit? I do. I My iPod was always too small. I really need a really large iPod. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Fez Watley just on fire today. Fez, what do you got? Um, Here's the problem that's going on. There's bad rhyming out there that's just being accepted. Mm-hmm. Two situations I noticed yesterday. There's a guy who's selling Ben Roethlisberger jerseys, mm-hmm. and so, and the name on the back is Rapelessburger. Okay. Rape and Roth are not close enough to be substitutes for each other. Well, it's not a rhyming joke. I think it's an alliteration joke. <laughs> the R is as close. I, if you're would gonna... you have felt like it would be funnier if it was Mothisburger? <laughs> it wouldn't fucking make any sense. The guy raped somebody. He didn't moth them. Yeah, Clothless burger. What's that? Clothless burger. All right, I like that because he has no cloth. Then makes him nude. No, here's the thing. Then you don't even wear a jersey. You just write that on your back. Yeah, it's if you're going to try to play off of that, then maybe if the best I will give you is Ben Roethlis Raper. <laughs> that doesn't fucking. That doesn't how does burger rhyme because with at rape? Le- at least you have the er with it. Oh come on, Fez! You were so hot today. Today was your day. No burg. How about Roethlis pervert? That's more of a rhyme. How about cheeses burger? <laughs> Cheese less burger. Oh, so it's just a hamburger. I'm so hungry though. Or ben I Ro- stopped at PJ Clark's yesterday and got a burger. <sighs> I'm actually going to go this far. They may have the best burger in town, and they never show up on any fucking list. They never make the best burger list. They're unbelievable, and they. It, I think they also pour the best pint of Guinness. I could just sit oh, there eating sliders. Oh, Axel was and there Guinness. too. Every time with him and the fucking PJ Clark's, and I miss him by a hair. Actually, actually, I was in New Jersey at the time, so that is kind of a hair when you think of really thick hair. I'm so pissed. I'm gonna go there today. You ought to. I mean, if my Mega Millions ticket comes in, please let today be the day. <laughs> let today be the day. Kyle, Kyle, New Hampshire, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, what's going on? There's one on uh, Barstool. It's a uh, Roethlisberger jersey T-shirt that says "Throwing picks, assaulting chicks." I thought that was pretty funny. I like that one. <laughs> I like that when the people of uh, Pittsburgh hate this poor Ben Roethlisberger, I guess because he won them two championships. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, he apparently has a bad attitude, but what do you care? I don't know. They don't, they don't like the men, and I'll just take them as the fans that they are. What about Roethlisfucker? All right, I like that. Would that work for you, Fez? It's better than Rapelisberger, where rape doesn't rhyme with Roth at all. Mm. How about David Roethlisberger? And then there's just like a big Van Halen thing. <laughs> that would be great. And then we could all jump. That would be even better. It's actually. How about what about uh, Dickless Fucker? And you just put that up there. Oh yeah. Like you fucking hate him. How about Ben Farthammer? That doesn't work. None of it works. Let's just go back to Rapelisberger, which actually makes a little bit of sense. And plus, I wouldn't wear any of these shirts. Actually, it makes him sound innocent because he's rapeless. He is innocent. Oh, yeah. He's never been charged. I mean, if you want to go to Ben Roethlis, he hurt her. <laughs> that would be closer than Rapeless Burger. Uh, Mark, in Jersey, you're in Yeah, Fez, you got to call you out. How about uh, Bulldozer and Faildozer, huh? Bulldozer, Faildozer, that doesn't rhyme at all. I would love to take credit for Faildozer, but I didn't do that. Well, you played it all day long. You didn't, you didn't yell him out. Yell out that it didn't rhyme when you played it. 
You know, it doesn't matter. Fez has replaced Billy Staples. It's oh, gross. Can't stand a popping elbow. Drives me nuts. Well, it just makes him sound like there's some kind of puppet. Feels kind of good, though. Only wooden you people. You pop yours, too? Sometimes. Watley does, too, and I told him he can't pop. I, I want him to treat it like a fart and just leave the room if he has to do it. You I, do it with both elbows at the same time, too, right, Raithersberger? Yes, I do. But it's Watley. I thought it was Hillier. It could be, instead of Fez Watley, Pez Watley, like he's made of candy. Well, that was the real. That's where he got his name from, Pistol Pez Watley. He oh. stole that name from a wrestler. Oh, I didn't know that. You, you don't know any, Yeah, you don't know anything about your show's history. No, I do. I won the Ron Fez trivia contest, if you recall. I don't. I beat Fez. I don't remember that at all. Is that true, Fez? I'm. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> I do my best to forget every fucking show. I try to memento myself as on, on the <laughs> elevator. None of this happened. I'll, I'll scream. I try to. Uh, not know what's going on, and Hicks is the same way. Hicks did the greatest punk episode to me today. Good things happened. Remember when you both fucking just said you didn't want to play Ronnie B trivia? No, I didn't say that. I just was bad at it. That's nothing to brag about, Dave. I'm, I'm, I'm. That's a confession. I, that's. I a... can't wait until we do this salute to your wedding, though. We've never really done one of those VH1 type of let's take a look back shows. Right. Actually, I... yeah, I'd, I'd love to do that. That would be wonderful. I mean, think of it. In 2007, I was unattached. Now I, I have a family of four and a three-legged dog. Oh, by the way, this is really funny. Uh, when I was, um, we were like laughing at, at your beard porn, and you just look so beat. I guess this is pre your heart fucking pumps. Yeah. You're just laying there, and the beard is huge, and everything about you looks like deathbed. Yeah, and I go... Let all right, let's do this. Go out and find just a picture of you on the front of beard porn. Okay. I go to a two friends for yeah. that. You go to two or two friends on Twitter, by the way. Or gay tube. <laughs> I will not be playing in the only person that makes me laugh right now is Pepper Hicks. I never know what the fucker's gonna say next. But he, and it's always true. Like unlike us, he just doesn't make up some crazy fact to be funny. He just Slowly states the truth. Why is it so fucking difficult to find, Dave? We're getting it. We're getting it. I just want one fucking thing. So you look at the picture in the front of you there, and you really do look near death. You, uh, we already have it up over here. Here we go. You get a look at you, and you're just in a horrid, horrid state here. I can't believe that they still leave this up on YouTube. <laughs> well, it's not. There's no nudity in it. It's still so gross. All right, the close-up of you there. All right, now go back and find either your wedding picture or the beautiful picture Mike Kaka took of you, Dave. All right. And this is you just three years ago. <laughs> not even three years ago. That one's going to be difficult. I, I, you go to ronfez.net. You have go to search, search music. Yeah, well... We're going to be playing Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search with a live audience coming up a week from this Friday. If you want to be part of already this. already got it, dude. We're already fucking slammed for people. Okay. We got to have that producer's meeting Here we go. so we update those every day. Now, look at your picture there. Bring it up. Look at the fresh-faced baby that you were. You were oh. half the size. No, yeah. Your fucking half the size. skin looks better. Your eyes look better. 
Your hair glows. Eyes. My eyes look. Well, see, he, he photoshopped that. You don't feel like that's 15 fucking years ago that picture was taken? Now look at you. Well, I have a beard. I have a beard <laughs> ages, people, but I hate my fucking face. <laughs> look at you. Look at the difference. <laughs> There's no difference. You look like 100 <laughs> years has gone by. Well, what happened in the last three years? I'm under an inordinate amount of stress. I've got the IRS refusing to give me refunds. These what? fucking assholes. Why won't they give you refunds? My dad forgot to do my 2006 taxes. <laughs> so they didn't refuse. You owe them money. Well, what was my dad doing? He's my fucking accountant. He just he slipped, he said. Oh, I forgot to do 2006, apparently. And not only that, on top of me not getting a refund, now I owe them money. Great, Dad. Way to fucking TurboTax my ass. <laughs> You know the great thing about you is you're on such a good luck streak. <laughs> it's got to turn eventually. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's I'm like martial fucking, law. Or I'm going to fucking do a... Murphy's Law, whatever <laughs> martial, the fuck it's called. It's martial law. The, the fucking <laughs> army isn't letting you fucking live. Murphy's Law. That's Here's what, what we got to do. I want to get you a job as the cooler. And the cooler, too. <laughs> Will you just fucking color. spread your schlep rock bad fucking vibe wherever you go? Well. Fez Watley on fire today. <laughs> Uh, there is. Uh, they're saying that. Who's they? The researchers. Okay. Saying that if the current warming trend continues, <laughs> that, uh, that the temperature is going to get too high for humans to exist on this planet if the certain trends keep continuing. A trend doesn't have to keep continuing in this respect. It's already too hot for people to live on this planet without air conditioning, especially. We're watch, already there. Watch the deal with all this heat. It's too hot for me right now. That's why old people... I do like a hot tamale. That's why... That, that's why old people die in the summer. It's too hot already on the planet. No fans. That's why rivers dry up. Yes, people are dying in the desert. There's famine. We're already there. They don't have to keep threatening us. Dave, look at this picture we have over here of baby Dave McDonald getting Batman games. Jesus Christ, what was that? I don't know, but look, I guess if I go with this, you went to the play Phantom of the Opera. It looks like you got backstage and got a chance to meet the star of it. That was my uh, ex-girlfriend. I don't know where that picture came from. From East Side Dave, let's go, Trenfo? Actually, the, the heaviest that I've ever been was with my ex, by the way. I was 230 pounds. Since my um, near uh, heart attack, I'm at the 207. Uh, here is... So there uh, you go. Let's go over to Wayne in uh, Boston. Here in Memphis. Hey there, Ronnie B. Uh, pop sex does rule. Hey, I got good news and I got bad news for Eastside Dave. Oh, Dave. great. Okay. Dave, the good news, there was one winner in the Mega Millions jackpot. Oh, where is my wallet? Uh, the bad news... It was sold in California. Sorry. Uh, maybe All not. Right. Dave, there is a picture of you where you were at your absolute sexiest. You look like the mad seducer. You're sitting here with your wife. The excitement level between the two of you 
God, you guys look good together in those days. That's Mike you look like a successful no. businessman. That's exactly your wife. why I was <laughs> upset at the fucking let's photograph. Take a look. Let's take a look at the picture. This is the picture that you never liked? No. Put your, tell Mike Kaka, he takes his Joe Paterno glasses <laughs> off and fucking puts the sexy face cheek to God, cheek. God, he really looks... The guy's dancing cheek to cheek with my wife like that song. Um, you know, and that's yeah, why I got mad. dancing cheek to cheek. Right, and that's why I got upset at that photo. Now, you tell me. That photo's not just two friends. I I could call that fucking photo Rapersburger Strikes Again. <laughs> he better not, if he knows what's good for him. He's... Oh, look, here's a couple of nice pictures together. They're ha oh, better days. But look at this one. No, that's Mike. That is Mike Kaka again. And as you can see, he, this time he has the Joe Paterno glasses on his head. It's just, <laughs> it's you know, luck. it's not. Tommy Armando Fez. Hey, what's up, buddy? Listen, global warming is bullshit. It's freaking May, and it's 70 degrees outside. And I'm going to go home tonight and uh, spray a bunch of aerosol cans. There's a, a whole new premise. No one's ever done that joke before. Uh, here's uh, Chris. Chris, you're on a fez. It's not that the old people don't have air conditioning and fans. All the ones I over uh, know are too stupid or cheap to actually put the shit on because everyone I know, the house is 90 degrees in the summertime. Let's the face it. Old people also die in the winter. And autumn and the spring. Old people die. They're very old. They're old. They're all used up. I know my old grandmother died, so, <laughs> you know, I'm not How blaming. hot was it that way? Do you, do you it remember? It was brisk. It was like 52. Yeah. It was in October uh, afternoon, actually. Dude, I wish that she would have been here for that last Yankees series win. I know, that's, that she was difficult. That. Well, she can remember 2000. You remember know. when uh, your grandmother used to call the Hard Rock and ask them to book you? Yeah, and the Stone <laughs> Pony. See, the thing then is, Guys With the Ears are our only tape, yeah. 15 original songs, but she gave it to the Stone Pony in Asbury Park, New Jersey, famous rock club, and that's why it's gone. That's why I have no record of my Guys With Ears material that I would love to play for you guys sometime. She also used to call Hard Rock Johnny all the time and ask if she would send pictures and oh, yeah. video of you. Yeah. And then Johnny, being the nicest person in the world, just kept on the phone with her. He said he jacked her. <laughs> oh, that's... She well, she was quite the dame in her. Tell me, I'm telling you, I have pictures of my grandmother in the 40s. Bring them in tomorrow, would you? Uh, they're at my parents' house. I'm not gonna. Um, yeah, drive over there I tonight. Tell, I'll tell my mom to scan it and send it right, because my mom knows how to do that now. She's very tech savvy. All right, let's see if she can pull it off. I have a feeling she can't. I have a feeling that your fucking uh, mom, uh, Beanie Google McDonald, doesn't pull this off. Right, I gotta call her then outside. Uh, we'll take a break. Right back with a lot more, including something that's been driving Chris Stanley up a wall today. You said you could barely even think. You're so mad. Yeah, I'm pissed because it's something to do with uh, the movie trailers before we've watched films in theaters. Right, it's fucked never, up. That's good. We never talked about that before. This gives us an opportunity. It's the Ron Fez Show. Ron Bennington. Fez Watley. The Ron and Fez Show. Sirius 197, XM202, Virus. Mother's Day is coming up. It's this Sunday, just days away. Get a unique gift for mom. Get the pajama jeans from pajamagram.com. Now, pajamagram jeans, 
She's probably already heard of these. They've been on Letterman, talked about on the Today Show. You can call 1-800-GIVE-PJs or go online to pajamagram... <coughs> or go online to pajamagram.com and get your... And get your order in before Sunday for Mother's Day delivery. Remember, Dad, you got to get a gift for the ki- for the, from the kids for their mom. Pajama jeans is the perfect gift to do. It features the fashion of designer jeans with the comfort of pajamas, and they are still available. Do you wear them outside? You could probably wear them outside. I think they're probably comfortable and look good enough to do so. Those are not pants. Over 100 styles of pajamas in sizes to fit every mom, plus great bath and body and spa products. Spa. So send mom a pajamagram, and you can get it there in time for Mother's Day, guaranteed. Pajamagram. 1-800-GIVE-PJs. That's 1-800-GIVE-PJs, or shop online at pajamagram.com. You're a little bitch. I am not. I don't even know why I hang out with you. Because you're a piece of shit. I am not a piece of shit. Well, yeah, but you're a little bitch. Sure. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. Let's take our time. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. It is the Ron Fez show on a weekday. Looking over the two two friends, uh, Haas told us that he goes to games as a single. No problem for it. So Fez may be the latter day Haas. Uh, and then also, uh, of course, I looked over here. Ken from Portland let us know how many times Dave was wrong, saying that Stephen Van Zandt never played on Born to Run. He only arranged the hor- horns on 10th Avenue Freeze Out. Let me just say this. If that's all he did, Ken, that's plenty. Because you can't beat that. Also, people wanted to let Dave know during his rant against Steve Nash, the game of basketball invented in Canada. No. That, the, people try to say that the guy invented it in Massachusetts. And also a lot of people writing in that they love the picture of uh, my caca with Casey. What? What do you mean? That's not up there. Uh, yeah, we posted it for everybody to see just because we think they look terrific together. My caca, of course, doing uh, fantastic with Molly's. And I might have some really exciting Molly's news. Um... Can't say yet, though. Cannot say yet. What a hint. And then because we found that picture of, you know, my caca looking good, we also found a picture of Dave's ex looking beautiful. Here that is right here, where I believe she's just telling Dave to yeah, phone home. Yeah, it's like a, some sort of monster. Oh, it's an E.T. It's a oh. picture of E.T. is what you draw. I thought it was a sock person, but... This isn't a drawing. This is a Google. No. How's your mom doing on Google? I, I have them in my phone. I'll bring it over. Oh, great. Can't wait to see it. Chris Brown, he's doing a benefit concert for Haiti in Virginia, but he's talking about how he's tired of people questioning his motives, that he's just trying to get past beating up Rihanna by staging a, a benefit concert. Here's the problem. 
you punch the girl in the face. That's hard for people to get past, whether you're doing a benefit concert or not. People, if you maybe if you get through the concert without busting a woman's lip open, maybe then people will start to be impressed. But you can't start asking people to like you after you beat up a woman and leave her in a car. It's not going to work that way. <laughs> uh, so this is Chris Brown. Yeah, Chris Brown. Look who's on the phone right now. It's Mr. Jay Moore. Hello, Jay. Hi, buddy. What do you say, pal? You know, a friend of mine told me a long time ago, once you hit a woman, that is the first line on your resume for the rest of your life. Mm. You say, hey, Warren Moon's a good quarterback. For a wife beater, yes, he is. Chris Brown, he could win 40 Grammys, and he'll just be that guy that punched Rihanna in the face. It's just one of those things. It's like being governor. You never lose your title. We never found out what she said to him, though. That's the only other part of that I want to know. Something pissed him off. Maybe she said, ponder replay. <laughs> uh, Jay, I was uh, watching TV the other night and saw a movie that you're in that I don't even remember you plugging where you played the part of Bubba. Yeah, I there's a reason I didn't plug that movie, Ronnie. It was uh, Lonely Street? Yeah. It's available. You could buy it. Mm -hmm. So but, uh, it, it got a little messy. It, just, got a little, it got a little clumsy. Just a quickie movie for you? No, I actually knew the director, and we uh, we planned it out like we wanted it to go. Mm -hmm. And then um, I thought it was a really cool idea that Elvis is living and he's alive, and he lives on the top floor of like a Holiday Inn in Albuquerque, and mm -hmm. he just wants to go to Walmart and he blends in because there's so many guys weirdos who look like Elvis. I love the whole concept. But then uh, I told the director of that movie, I said, before you give your cut to the producers, because like, at this point there's like 50 producers on this movie, like guys from the neighborhood got involved. I said, make sure you show it to me, then me and you will have our notes, and then you and I will go to the other producers as a team mm -hmm. so they don't steamroll you with notes. And he didn't do that. And so he got 50 pages of notes, and then he had to like accommodate everybody, and it, the wheels fell off. It's terrible, isn't it? Good in, good in theory, not good in execution. Well, it's so always so close. People don't realize in the editing it means everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. And then when you saw that I have like a whole bunch of voiceover, right? Yeah, tons of voiceover. Like now, I'm, now I'm walking in a room. Right. Yeah, yeah you were constantly like, telling us what you were doing in this film. Yeah. So I was like, you can't do that. So whatever. But your lovely wife looked uh, beautiful in it. Sure. She was doing great. Oh, she's going to get it today, boy. Well, that's really none of my business. You know why? Because I woke it? up this morning, she looked at me and said, pull the replay. Okay, so call back. That's nice. Hey, uh, Ronnie being the place to be. Yeah, that's the name of the show. Remember you, first of all, I love the quote. I follow Ronnie B quotes on Twitter. I, oh. So I just got up, walked the dog, came back, and saw that you said that kid in Philly had scrambleability. I like that a <laughs> yeah, lot. Sure. He's like a Randall Cunningham. He, he can is. Get around in the, the kids can move. Uh, Jay, I was actually offended by that. I, I see no reason why I, uh, every game I've ever been to, some kids run out on the field, never saw them get tased before. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. What's interesting is when he got tased, uh, I'm, I don't know if you caught this, but nothing really gets past you, so you probably did. 
it looked like he was like acting like he got tased. Like he put his arms out in a big like stagey like oh, and then by the time he went down, he no longer was able to like keep his arms in front and break the fall. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. Like right when he gets tased, he sticks his arms straight out like oh my god, I got tased. It's like he's jerk, like he's a jerk. <laughs> but then he goes unconscious halfway to the ground. It was. It's you know what else is great is there is a picture of the cop right behind him shooting that looks exactly like a scene from the first Transformers when the Transformer came out of the fucking sand and jumped at one of the Marines. The cop had nice form. He looked like yeah. Mark David Chapman. He, I'm surprised he didn't get down on one knee. You know, uh, I looked over. I'm looking at your Twitter right now. You only follow 23 tweets and Ronnie B. Quotes is one of them. That means a lot to me. I got to find out who does the Ronnie B. Quotes or a bunch of listeners it's doing everybody. it together, Dave. No, it's, I'm everybody pretty sure it's one person. In, like, yeah. Davey Mack will know. Davey Mack is on top of everything. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, his mom yeah. just scanned us something of your yeah, okay. grandmother. I guess she's. this is a picture of her on the Titanic. Is that where this was taken? <laughs> no, that, that's at the, uh, the Roosevelt Hotel right uh -huh. in, in the big city there. And right. a couple of people in the 40s having some cocktails. With Theodore Roosevelt the, right there. She's, she's the chick on the left. Yeah, though, she, and That's my grandfather. Yeah, She's holding hey, up Ron. a sign that says Lindbergh has landed. That is beautiful. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt Hotel. Exactly. <laughs> well, the thing that, is... That's how old, ladies and gentlemen. It my, goes back a ways. My mom uh, said she she could scan stuff, mm -hmm. but she just took a picture with it on her cell phone <laughs> yeah, and texted nice. it to me. It was really nice. She <laughs> so did a great job. what I was looking for. Really worked the lighting, too. Don't have to worry about glare at all. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Mother. Davey Mack, let's see if we can get your mom to play What's in My Pants. Uh, <laughs> no, she was very excited uh, when I told her we're talking about Grandma on the show, mm -hmm. and she was she was very uh, happy about. Oh, that. great, Dave! Uh, did you tell them the, all the different stories of the old days, <laughs> the Bronx? Here's one of my grandmother um, playing golf. Uh, I guess she was in the Aviator with DiCaprio. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I don't know what the hell kind of flow that was. No, but my grandmother was a good-looking woman. But, you know, to golf back in those days, you must come from rich money. You must come no, from a little bit of money. No, she definitely did not have money. Because, uh, you know, regular my, people didn't golf in those days. No, my grandfather was a... Baby, that wasn't golf. That was a, that was a wheel and a stick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's possible. You know, She's old. I get it. She came up with fire. No one ever gives her credit for that. Yep, that's right. And Ronnie came back from the future with a lighter and told everybody he brought a piece of the sun with him. There's no reason not to do oh, You're reading the quotes. You're reading the quotes. They're nice. No, that's from like six years ago. I oh, just remember I had no it. idea. It blew my mind. So, you know, if you read my blog, Ronnie, you'll, you, I give a special shout out to you that you're a guy that could actually talk me into robbing a bank. I would fucking, let me tell you this, Jay, if I had to. I'd send you in. I'd wait outside with the car running. You can always trust me. But I would trust you to come in and out of it. I'll do it. I'll do it quick. Yeah. But I think we got to get out of the big cities. we got to go to, like, a weird city. We're not, you know, like Greensboro would be a perfect place. All right. I, I like where you're going here. We pretty boy Floyd this fucking thing. We go old school. We hit the fucking the shithill towns. I'm going to go charm the teller for, like, a week, and then I'll get her pregnant, and then I'm going to tell her to put it all in. Oh, by the way, I was reading your Twitter the other day, Jay, and it looks like you've been fighting with some of the people out there over your pro, the new Arizona law, and it just frustrates people. Well, you know what? And then I finished by putting another Ronnie B thing up. I just wrote the word rubes. <laughs> 
because what I did was I was completely anti the new Arizona law, and then everybody piled in and were calling me uh, a liberal Hollywood douchebag. And then my next quote was complete pro-Arizona law, saying the state government has to stick up for themselves and can't keep expecting the liberal federal government to bail them out. And then all the liberals jumped on calling me a conservative douchebag. So I just kept, I literally, three minutes apart, kept taking a 180-degree different view and Twittering it and seeing who was the most vehemently angry at me. That uh, really is fucking fun. But you won't yeah, see... No one. No yeah. one picked, like, some people would only respond to the liberal ones. And so, like, it's almost, it was very bizarre. Like, do you realize the tweet you're responding to came immediately after a tweet with <laughs> your exact same point of view? <laughs> but the, the conservatives definitely won and called me a liberal Hollywood douche. Yeah, that's and always I said, good. Uh, I, I also want to point this out, Jay. You were the first, you, you nailed this Chelsea uh, Handler, is that her name? Before it all came yeah. down. Now she's got the sex tape rocking. Yeah, she's got a good uh, good out, though, when she just says, like, yeah, I made it as a joke. Yeah. Really? Yeah, sure you did. <laughs> well, you, I remember in your early days, you tried to get bookings at different uh, clubs, so you would send pictures of guys coming on your back. Yeah, well, on my chest, mostly. Oh, okay. Not on my back. But what a funny thing to go. It was a bit to get hired at clubs, and there's a fucking yeah. money shot in it. Yeah, well... I don't understand it, Ronnie. No, you know, know what? She, she's like, well, she plays the Universal Amphitheater, and I'm, I'm sweating out one night only at comics. I don't get it. I don't That's get it, That's what we Jay. did on Unmasked. Comics is what we did on Masked? Yeah, we did. I'm going to be there. When are you going? Tuesday, when my book comes out. I'm not promoting anything, but I will say Tuesday, I'll be at comics, and it's only one show. The thing so is, Jay... Buddies want to come, that would be great. Oh, uh, we. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm going to swing by and see it. And if you'd like to come by and bring your dog, we'd love to have you come up. Yeah, good luck. It's like trying to walk fucking plutonium into the building. <laughs> I swear to God, the fucking terrorist has a fucking bomb-filled truck, and he parallel parks outside TGI Fridays. I can't walk a Yorkie into the fucking Simon & Schuster building. Um, so, Jay, you're not afraid to come back to New York? Knowing that I'm in New York. car bombing. I'm here. Oh, you're still here in I'm the, here in the right city? Now. I didn't know. Safest city in the country, right here. Uh, so, yeah, I guess you're not staying too far away from the car bomb. I talk, no, I'm midtown. I talked to Pacino. This is true. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he goes uh, I'm doing a movie and a play at the same time. It's a little rough. I have a cameo in this movie. I don't like it. I don't like jumping on the train after it's left the station. And I said, uh, well... You know, you should do more cameos. You should do, like, smaller parts, and then people will give you a best o- a supporting actor nomination because they won't believe you're filled with such humility that you're able to put your ego aside and just take such a small part in a small film. Like, oh, my God, listen to you. <laughs> Saying all the right things. <laughs> Look, let's talk tomorrow. That's, that's Al for I really don't want to talk to you right now. Right. Where did, where did you run goes, into him at? All right, we talked. We talk on the phones. You know what? Here's what I want you to do. I want you to bring Alan with you one day. You know, I would love to. I'm in the country right now. (laughs) i got a koi pond, and I like to throw pennies in it, and I like to make a wish. My wish is that Davey Mac works on 97KTU in the morning. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm fucking telling you, this thing is nailed. It's so far away from the cliche one that people do, but this is fucking nailing it. 
Well, whatever happened to nice guy Eddie is what I want to know. <laughs> Why did he have to die, Jenny? Why do you ask? Let's do an unmask of Pacino right now for like 60 seconds. Come on. Uh, you want to do that? Al, sure. You're, yeah. You're, they didn't actually even want you for The Godfather, right? That almost didn't work out? Well, if memory serves, I think they wanted the, the cast of Mr. Red, somebody funny, somebody with a little spunk in the legs, right? But uh, no, if I'm going to be serious, I think I was like the third choice. I, well, I'm glad I, I did it. Me and Marty Bregman have been good friends ever since. Why does his voice keep changing? And it's kind of a little more countrified now when the guy grew up in New York. Well, when I first started out, Ronnie B., I sounded like Kind Valley from Cagney and Lacey. If you look at my old films, my voice is very high. Well, Vietnam veterans, killing don't mean nothing to us. Okay, who else has to go to the bathroom? What about the squirrel under the desk? Is the squirrel going to go? Okay, WNEW, we play all the hits. But then as I get older, Ronnie, the weight of the world is on my back. <laughs> and I tell Keanu Reeves that God is an absentee landlord. I'm actually going to go home and do an Al Pacino <laughs> fucking viewing party. I am. you got to watch Insomnia. It's a very underrated performance. For you and, and I get Robin. to work with Robin Williams, which I find very funny. All right, so Tuesday night you're going to be at Comics, and then Tuesday the book's coming out, Jay? Yeah, I'll be signing the book inside comics. It'll be a, hopefully it'll be a zoo. Yeah. You know the best? Did you see Insomnia, Ronnie? Yeah, I did. It's incredible. Yeah, it's a good film. When, I he's saw. On the, when he's on the ferry with Robin Williams, and Robin Williams, you know, he's a serial killer, and yeah. he goes, uh, I'm not who you think I am. And Pacino gets real close and goes, I think you're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Guys like you are my job. You're about as intrinsic to me as a pipe is to a fucking plumber. You think you're different because you painted a fucking nails? Come on. Incredible. All right, JJ, we got to take a break here. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Totally unstoppable, Ronnie. All right, my friend. Bye bye. Bye, buddy. Ronnie B in the place to be. Uh, Ronnie B in the place to be? Isn't that B twice? Yeah. Mm. Well. Different kind of bees. But maybe we do it, Ronnie, in the place to be. Ah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good. I love insomnia. Fucking, you know what? Here's the thing. Wouldn't you fucking kill to have that gene that fucking Jay has that you could just pick up voices? Yeah, that would be co cool, you know. I mean, you know. All right, the pad data said unmasked without Pacino. That fucking gets saved now. You know that, right? That goes to the Library of Congress and it's saved forever. Fast Freddy probably typed that in. Fast Freddy can't fucking type. He little... fucking types everything in the gutter. I had a break here. Watley's on fire today. He doesn't like heat. You don't like singles. Everything's driving you crazy, right? A little bit of driving me nuts today. What else is on your mind today? I'm going to come back and talk to you about it. Uh, the idol ratings. The American idol ratings. Where they stand from a year ago today. All right. We'll be right back. Ron Fest Show. Ronnie B. Fezzy W. Ronnie Fez. Serious 197. XM202. The virus. If you want to take care of mom for Mother's <clears> Day, <throat> go to pro. <clears throat> go to proflowers.com. <clears throat> proflowers.com. Yeah, proflowers.com. Here's the deal. I don't want to get on the train after it leaves. I can only pick it up if I hear somebody else doing it. And then I, I can kind of do a semi impression of Jay doing an impression. Here's the deal this week for Mother's Day. But I can do this one. Desert Inn has heart. The Desert Inn has heart. 
It's one dozen assorted. Yeah, one dozen for your mom. One dozen assorted roses <coughs> and a free glass vase. Only nineteen ninety nine. That's roses for under twenty dollars, and this close to Mother's Day. Plus, you can double the roses and get free chocolate truffles for just ten dollars more. That's the seven day freshness guarantee that also comes along with that. These roses gonna look good for a week, guaranteed from ProFlowers dot com. Here's how you get in on the deal. Call ProFlowers, 1-800-PRO-Flowers. Mention Ron and Fez or go to ProFlowers.com. Click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Type in the password, Ron and Fez. That's ProFlowers.com. Click on the microphone. Type in Ron and Fez. This could be your last chance to take care of mom. <coughs> Order now. Oh, yeah. From ProFlowers.com. Ron and Fez on the virus. Uh, Big A is in studio with us. He's uh, one week removed from surgery. Who do you really think does better impressions, you or Anthony, Big A? He doesn't do the sound effects that you do. Watch his door opening. Good one. All right, someone trying to start their car on a wintry morning. It's very cold. Uh, seagull. Good. Helicopter. Nice. That's also the car starting. Uh, no, it's not. Stop it, Fez. Jet plane. Here comes the jet. I almost ducked my head. That's also the <laughs> I, seagull. What is with you? Seriously, what's with you? I can't tell the difference between these things. Yeah, try. That's why. Is that a tugboat going by? Is that a tugboat? Good one. I, you know what you ought to do? Put together a tape for Opie. One of them be a real tugboat, the other will be your impressions, and say, figure out the difference. And that's by looking. <laughs> what? What's with you, Fez? What? Uh-oh, is somebody shooting off a cannon? Um, boom! Good, yeah, that's a good one. Uh-oh, a bus is coming by. <laughs> Hold on, is that a train? <laughs> These are all big A's impressions. That's not really a, a train coming by. I understand there's not really a train in here. Fez, I hope you don't get wet. I'm about to start the sprinkler. That's just you going choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. That should be your train impression. Fezzy, please. Uh, I'd like Big A to do an impression of Fez. Oh, nice. Let's hear it. Oh, hi, Fez. How are you today? Oh, oh hi, Big A. Oh! <laughs> Nothing like me. Hey, Fez, are you going out with a guy? Oh, uh, no way. Ah! Fez can't even get a date, Big A. Ah! All right. Fez oh, is lonely, Big A. enough. This sounds nothing like me. Oh, Fez, did you just shit yourself again? Oh, yes, I did. Ah! No, you didn't. Fez isn't hygienic, Big A. No, you didn't. This makes no sense. <laughs> this is the best. In Fez Show, the virus on Sirius XM. What would you do? I'm asking you, what would you do to change this healthcare system for the better? Get off my phone! Get off my phone, you little pinhead! Get off my phone! Run a Fez Show, 866 Run Fez. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Very nice um, 
article on our buddy Eddie Trunk today in the Newark Star-Ledger. I believe he's going into season five of his uh, that metal show. Although, you can't trust the word seasons anymore. People call things seasons. Like, right now we're like in the 25th season of Survivor. I don't know. I guess they do two seasons a year. Seasons are now just the seasons of the year. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. America, America's Next Top Model calls it a cycle. I didn't know that America's uh, Next Top Model was still on. Oh, yeah. They, As, have any of the models ever made anything out of themselves? Not particularly. You, mm. you see them like pop up as maybe like an MTV VJ or something. Most of them have actually slept with a lot of the bands on Eddie Trunk's show, that metal show. Yeah. Um, but they're doing a nice little Q&A with Eddie today. What kind of text do you get from Rob Halford, they ask him. The thing I love most about Rob's text is that he signs them TMG, which stands for That Metal God. We'll try to get a hold of Eddie Trunk, find out what guest he's going to have on the coming year. Always been a big, big fan of Eddie Trunk. one of the really good people who works in radio. All right, it's the Ron Fay Show. You just heard J.J., Jay Moore, his book is coming out on Tuesday, and he'll also be doing some stand-up at comics in New York City one night only, ladies and gentlemen. Always a fun show. Go out and see Jay Moore. Very talented man. His book is called It's No Wonder My Parents Drank. All right, 866, the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-AND-FEZ-SHOW. With you today till, uh, I'm going to try to make it till 3 o'clock today. Uh, Dave, after the show today, I noticed something going on with uh, some of the boys. I want us to pick a vacation date. We've gone on a little too long. And when I got Chris Stanley making mental mistakes, it's just something's got to be wrong. I think he needs to. I need think he needs to kick back a little bit. Okay. Now you're going to be working through the vacation this year, Dave. Oh, really? To make up? Well, I'm just going. Oh. I think you can either have. Uh, vacation unpaid or work through, according to the boss. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll actually opt for the unpaid vacation. Beauty. Yeah, I wish that it didn't have to come to those two choices. It feels like a Sophie's choice kind of deal. Well, he only remarked to me, and I talked to him yesterday, he said you missed 19 days this year. Eh, I thought I still have like a nice, like solid 25 sick days left. I thought, but I could be wrong about that. You really feel like you get four months worth of sick, day, sick days? <laughs> I remember checking with HR, and they said you have like thirty-six sick days or something. I had no idea. Yeah, I, I have. I have. I had like last time I checked, twenty-five sick. I actually called HR when during my uh, pericarditis attack. That's nice. You called HR, not us. <laughs> I called you guys twice. You know what? You, you, I have a feeling that you've been pulling a fucking Ferris Bueller on their computer. <laughs> you go in, in there and switching them out. No, I never talked to him about any of those things. You know how long I'll spend time talking to the boss. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I, I wouldn't have thought it. Uh, yesterday, uh, our boss, who's a fucking great guy, he starts talking to me, and uh, he goes, uh, and I said, uh, excuse me, I have to take this call. And he's going, what call? I go, shh. <laughs> I just always try to let on I'm on the phone. <laughs> 
He's just I, never going to get any good news out of any of the bosses. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. It didn't way. even look like you had a phone in your hand, though. I don't. I don't even keep a cell phone. Yeah, it looked like you just had a marker. But I guess it's, it's like one of those uh, blue things, Bluetooth. Oh, right, a Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah, but you didn't have anything on your ears either. It, it, I thought you... It was... Shh, i got to take this. I'm sorry, Dave. Okay. i got to take this call. Have you gotten a hold of Eddie Trunk for me? No, not yet. He, still, he hasn't picked up. Um... Let me see, because uh, I'll try to email him. I thought, um, all right, I'm going to tell him to call us at uh, straight up 2 o'clock. I, I have a, a number here that I'm, that I'm trying. I'm going to keep trying it. He's got that metal show. That's on you know, he's not Classics. He, he's not, good plugs. You know, he's not in the studio anymore. He wrote to me that he's been pushed up into the Cousin Brucey studio. And then we're going back and forth with a conversation on it. Um, it is the Ron and Faye show. Uh, big, big uh, stories all over today. But one's been driving you crazy, uh, Dave. And what's that one? Um, you said that you... You said that you almost called off today. You almost took another I one did. of your 32 sick days. Well, this, 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 this was a personal story, mm-hmm. if you don't mind. No, go ahead. Um, I was uh, in my... Uh, in, in, in my tele... I was masturbating in my bedroom, okay, and to this uh, red hair You have chick. to do that slowly so your wife doesn't wake up? <laughs> uh, no, she was out, out of the room. Mm-hmm. And uh, Now, do you wait till she leaves the room, or do you check first to see if she No, I say things like, I have to go upstairs, I come home from work, so I have to go get changed, and then I might take off my clothes and spank. But do you ever even think that it might be a good idea to say to her, hey, honey, is this anything you like to do? Oh, see, that's a good, that's a good tip. All right. So I'm going to think about that. Hey, have one of the kids run me in a hotline number. I'm writing this over to Eddie. Okay. I don't know the hotline here. Okay, okay. As soon as I get it, I'm going to start and call O&A more. But I just never know what the number is. I'm going to call in on comment on things that they're talking about. Like, you're wrong, man. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like that's what people only call in shows to correct people. Yeah, I've I've called I've I've called the fu line, but they, I didn't get my call posted. So. Well, Steve doesn't like you. Well, okay. I think he's the one who produces. Fine, you. fine. Well, I won't call again. So I'm jerking off to this red-haired girl, and my wife's gone. Ours, crazy. our intern? <laughs> no, 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 no. What this, were you thinking about our intern? No, I wasn't. Because that would be wrong. But here's the problem: my wife went out and got a new a bunch of frames. Eight, seven seven. Oh, you don't want to give that Seven, out. Why not? On the air, that's well, that's the hotline. Well, it'll be an extra line for everybody. No, that's not the great. No. They'll have to change it. Jerking off. This chick's getting uh, double penetrated. Red hair, hot as hell. And then my wife, she had these little ba- these little frames she just bought at Target. And I, without even noticing, she put a picture of my daughter above the TV. Mm-hmm. My daughter, who's also a redhead. So as I'm jerking off, I think, oh, my God, like, this basically could be my daughter I'm masturbating to. And it was, it's, it's horrible. And, in fact, she's ruined masturbating to redheaded women for me forever now. Because I was literally thinking, you know, like, maybe this woman who's getting doubly penetrated by these two guys, maybe that could be my daughter in 18 years, 19 years. Uh, can I play the amazing Karnak deal? This is the envelope. Go ahead. They take Dave's kids away no 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 um 
you know, maybe I'm old school, but I don't think you say things like that on the radio. Oh. Unless you want them taped and for people to use them against you. No, no, no. I wasn't. I, I was just thinking, like, you know, it's, it's, you don't put pictures of, of your children, you know, on where the TV. Where people can see them. No, but in, in the bedroom in general is weird because that's where the sex happens. So, I, I, I I'll actually go this far. I don't need pictures of anyone I know any place. <laughs> I always know what they look like. And when I fucking see people, like, they're at their desk and they'll have a picture of their family, I'm like, did you really forget since this morning? Or you have to look over, oh, yeah, that's right, I got two kids. There they are, boy and a girl. The fuck is wrong with you? What do you need a picture like that for? Uh, women. And I, I despise people who keep a lot of pictures. Women are very uh, clingy to pictures. I've noticed I know they are. because I don't. I'm not a big picture fan. My now my wife all, all over the weekend had me. You know when people put a lot of pictures of the families going up the staircase. No. So oh really? Oh, I, oh you mean like little pictures? Yeah, exactly. I thought, the, I thought the picture was they were taking pictures of people working up steps. <laughs> no, like literally the pictures. But it's like I'm walking upstairs. What's that going to take me? Like two point five seconds. You know, like, what, what am I going to do? Just glance at pictures while I'm walking up well, the stairs for two seconds? I, you it's ridiculous. Know, it's, it's actually even an interesting thing that I wonder who came up with the first picture on a wall or even painting. Like, you would think to yourself, all right, I have a wall to hold up the fucking ceiling. It's the only reason that you have a wall. And then at some point, people went, now that I'm sitting here for a while, this wall bores me. Do we have anything to put up there to look at? Because it's not like, I mean, we came up in the age, of course, you have a television. The television is giving you different pictures. It's telling you stories. But a photo or a painting, it just sits there. And it seems like after you've seen it once, got it. I've right. committed it to memory. I mean, it would be crazy if you had a, a fucking TV that just showed the same five-minute short film over and over. You would go crazy. But that's yeah. still better than a picture. I know. And I'm also a very current kind of person. I know. I noticed that about you. You don't Thank look you. back, Bob I, Dylan. I don't. You don't look back in anger. But um, the thing about it is uh, now all these pictures that I, I work so hard, I work laboriously to nail You in. labored of them? I labored over putting okay. these by the staircase. Uh -huh. My daughter doesn't even look like that kid anymore. She's now well, like walking around. that's the thing around. about the kids, and that's why I don't even like to look at pictures of the kids, because it makes you a little sad. Right. Because you see pictures of them, and you go like this. You think to yourself, I like them better then. <laughs> and, but even if, no matter how, like, if, you, if your kid gets older, you're like, You'll still kind of miss the toddler, you know? Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, I love this kid, but I really do miss the toddler. Yeah. That was the fun, like, stupid fucking kid that would have these dumb questions that you could just laugh in their face about. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm afraid of. Is Because yeah. is, she's now, her hair is getting a little longer, and she's walking all over the place. Because there's nothing, you'll never feel smarter in your life than if you're hanging out with a toddler. And they're just saying stuff like, can a duck eat a peanut butter sandwich, and you're like, oh, my God, no, you're so stupid. Sit and listen to the things that I teach you. But as they get older, they start to ask you questions that you, you can't answer at all. You can't even help them with your their homework. And you're just like, whatever happened when I could just fucking teach them how to make a two and come out of this thing looking like Einstein? I don't ever want them to grow up, you know. Um, now, here's uh, Josh in Iowa. You're in Fez. Hey, Ronnie, I just uh, let you know you asked a question. Who's the first people to put pictures on the wall? That would be cavemen. <laughs> well, here's the interesting thing, though, about the cavemen. 
First of all, terrible art artists. Just awful. Stick figures is all they had. But was that even a picture of them to them, or was that like a note? I mean, if I see like a guy and, and he's shooting water buffalo, I'm thinking the wife might have wrote up like, here's your chores for tomorrow. Don't forget, go get food. It almost could have been like a, a fucking list for the supermarket. I don't know if they painted enjoyed art, you know? I think they were communicating. I don't know what that was, but I mean... I think they also didn't they say that they did those cave drawings almost to like talk to God like that was the way that they were trying. <laughs> they were so fun. They were grunty idiots. <laughs> it may they, have been to remember which cave was theirs. It may have been. We don't know. I know one thing. There's pictures of UFOs, and uh, Franklin also found fossils of angels. That's what he tried to bring up one day, as if an angel would leave a fossil. That was a Simpsons uh, cartoon, by oh, the way. Oh, God. Everything he says, he stole. It's just a... Yeah, he's stealing Simpsons and Seinfeld subplots all the time. What's the other ones? He's stealing subplots? He does Seinfeld subplots. I like, know that. I think he told someone once he was an architect, and I was like, that's George Costanza Vandalay? you're doing. Yeah. Art Vandalay? I'm like, you're not Vandalay, dude. All right, Fez Watley on fire today. Just one after another, Fez. What's up in your kitchen today? What's got you thinking there, Baba Louie? You're going over uh, American Idol again? American Idol down 17% in viewership from this time last year. They keep going this way. There may be no one watching the finale of this show once it's finally going to wrap up. Just, it's, there is nothing to watch on this show anymore. Then why are you still watching it? I bet- why don't you join the other 17%? Dive out, big man. I barely do. I now keep it on in the other room and just try to basically listen to the show. The only time I'll go look is when they say you look fantastic tonight, and I want to see what monstrosity of an outfit someone's wearing that they're saying looks fantastic. So you're uh, just leaving it on in the other room? Yeah, it just saved it. And I think the mistake was letting Paula go. I would have thought, get the nut out of there, everything would have been fine. The show would have been better. They actually need Loopy on pills for that show. And with Simon leaving, they better try to get her back. They better try to do something there to get her back on the panel. You got big trouble. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez show. How's basketball holding up for us, he said, Dave? How are the Low Suns going to do? I think the Low Suns in the Spurs series is going to be a very fun, uh, long series. To me, if history is uh, repeats itself, it's all about the Spurs. Uh, the Spurs, quite frankly, are one of just the absolute quietest dynasties. Mm-hmm. Tim Duncan is one of the quietest immortals. No, he's not good. He's not great. He's not he Hall ne- of Fame. He needs a sex scandal. Well, it's just that guy is fucking amazing, and he's got four championship rings, and we don't talk about Tim Duncan at all. He's like, hey, we that's... should be talking about him as one of the modern day best. He he's he is. You could put Tim Duncan up there with Jabbar, in my opinion. That would be ridiculous. No, it's not Jabbar ridiculous. Fucking dominated the game when he played. He fucking almost invented the fucking position. I'm saying that's he how great... He scored 100 points in one game. Right, but they, but that's how great Tim Duncan and is. And where did he do that at, Dave? Do you remember what town? You know, Chamberlain scored 100, right? Yeah, where it, did it, he do it? Philly, right, Philly. 
That's not where they played that night. Oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, I'll say um, Camden. Mm, I like what you're doing. You're going close. Yeah. Actually, that happened in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Damn it. And they think it was from the amount of chocolates. But as far <laughs> as I know, because in those days, he wasn't playing home, blah, blah. No video footage of it whatsoever. No, I know. Probably one of the most, uh, one of those records that you can't even imagine being broken. It's impossible to break that. And yet, even with a three-point uh, sh- fucking shot now being developed. And remember when Kobe uh, scored 81 uh, a couple years ago? It might have even been last year. Remember, I was there. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, and that's 19 points. That's actually a great game in and of itself. Scoring right. 19 is a great game. And he's, he was 19 away. So, I mean, that's never going to happen. Joe DiMaggio's 56-inning streak, never going to happen. No one will break that. Sorry. Take it to the bank. That's not going to happen. No one will break Cal Ripken's record either. That's done. Nobody even wants Cal Ripken's record. That yeah. fucking record means shit to me. It's attendance, I guess. Attendance is the most boring thing that you could ever have in school. I'm not even sure if we're ever going to see a triple crown in baseball again. No, I really I don't think so. I, I'm, you know, I don't think so. Unless it's like just one of those years where Pujols goes insane. I'm gonna go. Here's a record I think will never be broken. I don't think another team will ever win the Super Bowl. It's just oh, and I'm getting that from the Mayan calendar. Okay, I honestly yeah. think there's going to be an explosion. All right, and I think it's coming in early. Yeah, because it would that would be two years early. I don't don't ruin it for me. I haven't seen that 2012 yet. I'm dying to. Well, it wasn't a documentary or anything. Like, oh, it's not. No, it's a fictional Hollywood film. Um, the other thing about it is the Celtics tied up the series against the Cavs. So as soon as I picked LeBron, I know t- t- City of Destiny, they dropped the ball. I never thought I'd see you betting against the Shamrock. I didn't think that was in you. I really loved that fucking LeBron James. Yeah. I. He'd be one of the people that you wouldn't have to pay a lot of money for him to butt fuck me. Like I would probably accept it for two thousand dollars. Other people, I'd go much higher. No, you're being totally serious about this. Yeah, because I respect his game so much that so, I think you, like the physicality would maybe rub off. I'd be like a better ball player afterwards. Do you think you'd be excited why it happened? No, I wouldn't be excited. I'm not gay. I'm just saying if that scenario occurred, I would, would not you be char- crying why it happened. Well, I, I'm assuming he's very large, so I'd be tears of pain, but I wouldn't be emotionally hurt, no. I'd be willing to pay the two Gs for this. I seriously would. Oh, you call him up. I'd actually if love I, to meet I him. I might not be able to get LeBron. I might be able to get Earl. <laughs> no. But I'll have him put on a no, LeBron fucking jersey. No, that's the point. Jersey. Earl, it would be $500,000. I mean, Why so much? It's Earl. you know him. You would think that the celebrity, the famous guy, the future Hall of Famer, would be higher in price. Why? Just no, for I, the privilege no, I of want, having the story. No, because no, I want to meet LeBron. That, that's why it would be lower in price. In other words, he's saying he likes LeBron, so he would allow that to happen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I would want to Did you meet. think he was paying LeBron? Yeah. No. He's getting paid. Yeah, I'm not going to pay anyone. shows going on here. People are talking back and forth. But what happens is when he makes a statement, then we go like this. Well, why would he say that? We know he's always looking for money. He has no money to pay. Yeah, well, I... I so would, you think that he would pay a half a million dollars to fuck Earl in the ass? <laughs> That's what I didn't understand. Yeah, but so when you say to yourself, I don't understand it, go back and think. That may not be right. Especially because I'm not a homosexual. Well, you make it sound like it's an awful thing, and I guess I'm, if I'm looking up on the clock, it's about that time in the show. Uh, we've all, already done Ben. We've already done American Idol. We're going to get into that gimmick. But... Um, well, LeBron and, and the Celtics tied 1-1. This is going to go right down the wire, man. Fucking Garnett is, is healthy this year. 
It's very exciting. It's great. It's very exciting. That's a great second-round series. That's only a second-round series, mind you. So that's as good as a second-round series as you're getting. I think the NBA is back. I really do. Well, it hadn't left. That's the thing. It hadn't left. I mean, the Lakers won last year, and everybody was all excited about it. Yeah. So I don't know what you think that they're fucking getting over it. Um, here's kind of an interesting gay thing. There's this guy, George Allen Wreckers. He's a Baptist minister who is the leader of an anti-gay movement. He was caught in a Miami airport with a male escort who with that had an uh an online profile at rentboy.com and that uh let you know on there he has a smooth sweet tight ass. So this guy, a Baptist minister, anti-gay, uh said, "Wait, I only had him because I've had surgery uh, recently, and I can't carry luggage. Yeah, this happens an awful lot with the fire and brimstone ministers who are so anti-gay. That they end up being gay. That Yes, they are anti-gay. So it's not really their congregations or the people out there in the country that they're yelling to. They're yelling at themselves. Here's what I can't understand. Why can't we trust gay people to say the truth? Why won't he just come out and say, I'm gay? Why does he have to be gay and hide it? Does this make you nervous, uh, Dave? It does make me nervous because if he's... You're a father. If he's covering that up, what else is he covering up? Why, most people don't hold just one secret. They hold many secrets. So if, if you're holding that secret, what else are you keeping from us? Are you keeping a, a political scandal from us? What, what's going on? Are you corrupt? Are you fucking milking the system a little bit? I was, I've never been anti-gay in my life. But when I see this kind of story, gay people getting into the churches and then lying... It scares me. I'd like to see gay people uh, tell the truth. I also find this rentboy.com. I mean, you're not, it's not, if it was rent man, I'd be okay with it, but it's back into boy sex again. It's pedophile stuff. They love it. Incredibly, incredibly strange times that we live in. If you go by the Bible, these are called the end times. And my Bible is the Mayan calendar. It's the only one I use. Really? That's why I'm trying to borrow a lot of money and I'll say I'll pay it back in 2013. I'd be willing to bet that this minister doesn't even think he's gay. Even after, even after going to Europe for 10 days with the rent boy, mm-hmm. no matter what they did, I would imagine he doesn't think he's gay. So we can't. So gay people will lie to us and to themselves. He's definitely lying to himself. What are we going to do about the lying gays? And they get into every part of our culture. Um, They're all there. That Ted Swaggart dude and all that shit. Yeah. And they they act like they're one of us. And it turns out they're just gays. They're like um, gay Kaiser Soze's, you know. They're like, but Kevin Spacey, when he's the gay cripple. What about Gazer Soze? Gazer Soze, yeah. Mm. And then he goes into the car with Pete Postlewaite, and you're like, oh, you weren't gay. Or you are gay. Rentboy.com is where he got it if you're looking for a smooth, sweet, tight ass. I bet there's nothing on that site about carrying luggage. Richie, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, Mr. B. Yeah. Um, I have to agree with you uh, a lot that, you know, I don't have a problem with gays in general either, but 
problem I have is when gays get into the priesthood, uh, either they know they're gay or they're confused. They Why are them. gays dressing up like priests and hurting children? Why exactly. can't they just go to Rent Boy? Or I'm worried if you go to Rent Boy, are there going to be like a little a bunch of four and five year old kids on that site? Not if I have anything to do with it. A new sheriff's in town. I had I had no idea. Yeah. You're cleaning up the internet, are you? Absolutely. I'm not going to be putting my kids out there. What that caller's talking about is pedophiles going into the priesthood, not uh, not gay people. But they're gay pedophiles, and they're hiding as priests. And it's frightening for us all right now. These undercover gays. Uh, here is Bill in South Carolina. Ronnie, I've come to the conclusion I cannot believe a word that Fez says. Why is that? Well, he, just, just the topic at hand right now. I'm just kind of doubting his word anymore. He's holding secrets. Fez did say he had a secret. No, never. I have a secret. Never in a million years. I, yeah, but I, I wouldn't believe that it's a shameful secret. I think your secret is you're taking us all out to dinner this week. I think that's the secret. Oh, that would be awesome. See, again, though, I'm not saying that it's having a secret is not good. You shouldn't have secrets. So are you going to work through the vacation, too? Try to do some catch-up? I was definitely thinking about that, yeah. You and Dave clean up the office, make things happy. I want to take uh, Pepper Hicks jet skiing in Bermuda. My my area. And by get jet uh, skiing in Bermuda, I mean driving over, renting a place next to the airport, and tying off for a week. Well, I, that's hardly a water sport at all. Dreams come true. <laughs> they do. They do. Um, here's uh, Phil in Miami, Armando Fez. Hi. Turn your radio Hello. down, Phil. Hello, Ron. Turn your radio down. Turn it down? Okay. Just, uh, no, you Hello. know what? I'll turn it down from here. But I appreciate it. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's uh, Anthony in Barnegat Beach, New Jersey. Hey, Anthony. Hey, how's it going, folks? Hey, pal. Next time, uh, Fezzy, you know, next time you're injured or whatever, you could use this excuse to, uh, you know, the mail escort thing. You could use that excuse now yep. to carry your luggage in the airport. Right now he's just hanging out with elderly ladies on Columbus Circle. The new uh, study in from the NSTB. Who's that? The National uh, Safety and Transportation Board. You got a lot of studies today. You're doing a lot of studies for us. Um, they have. What are you doing? Running a research firm over there on Roosevelt Island? No, it's just what I. Uh, I just picture like ticker tapes are coming off, and new studies are. No studies are in. So there's. What's going on, Lab Rat? Oh, hold on. We're just here. That was it. They're saying that um, Captain Sullenberger, Sully, could have made it back to LaGuardia Airport. There. Uh, Every time they put the situation of him putting the plane in the Hudson after the bird strike, they've put it through simulators. They've done studies on it. He could have landed safely back at the airport. He did not have to put the plane in the Hudson River. Well, again, he, he, they took him how long to come up with this? Uh, what? It's probably been... A year and a half? A year and a half, yeah. He didn't have Close that kind of time. He didn't have the kind of time to... Read the research on the study. Now, I noticed they had him on TV yesterday to ask him about the car bomb and then also about the guy being on the plane. What would you have done with the guy on the plane? And obviously, as always, he comes up with land in the river. No matter what happens, this guy's landing in a river. Um, 
But again, nothing against the STB study, Fez. But you generally don't have the same amount of time. You don't have a year and a half to decide what you're going to do with this. Well, I'm just thinking it's like where did the river was the first thought not even going back to the airport? That's what makes me nervous where it's like, could we please just get down on maybe solid ground instead of ground that's going to sink into the water, into the into the river? Ground that's going to sink into the river. Um, but he did get the people out safe. you got to give him that. He is a hero. I know that because I've seen him called a hero 900 times now. And he retired. He said he, didn't, he couldn't keep flying because he has too many parades to be in. He just spends the rest of his life waving to people. Uh, we're going to take a break here. When we get back, we'll try to have Eddie Trunk on the show. Talking about the brand new season of That Metal Show. Uh, This year, it's going to be more fun than ever because he's adding disco. I don't know. It might be a mistake, huh? Well, that's hardly metal. This? Yeah. But this is Eddie Trunk's brand new show, That that Metal and Disco Show. I think it's a jump the shark moment for him. It's just too risky, you know? You're, you're, you're doing too many things. It's like getting the cute kid on the sitcom. You know, you don't want to go that route. I do like a cute kid on a sitcom after year six. <laughs> yeah. Like they adopted. This makes everything even better. All right. I, I don't think that works usually. This is from the new that metal show. Says we've got a uh, pilot who wants to back you up on this. Okay. This is Mike in Chicago, the Windy City, the second city, that toddling town, city with a big shoulder, city with a bunch of nicknames, my kind of town, Chicago is. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. Yeah. I was one of about 100 pilots that were picked to uh, run this simulator program, and uh, there were very few out of 100 people that were picked to do it. There were about nine that successfully were able to turn the plane around and land. You, to do that turn that he would have done, you lose so much altitude, you know, like you were saying. It's a flight simulator. You don't have all that time to make all those decisions. Right. You know what's happening. And in, in real life, there's no way he would have been able to do that. So you actually were part of the study to, to see his exact flight? Right, exactly. Wow. How do you get a gig like that? Uh, they just sent out a um, um, letter to, I don't know how they selected the aviators to do it, but I was just one of the ones that got it and said I'd do it. And like I said, it just being having to think on your feet while that was happening, there's no way possible he'd have been able to get it back. And even at the best chance, there was about a 9% chance he would have been able to get back to the... Uh, exactly. That, yeah. I think there were nine people that were able to get it back, and I wasn't one of them. But... You know, it would have. It was just. You know, they were. They got through by luck, in my opinion. All right, I appreciate. Like I said, you lost so much altitude on banking that turn that he would have had to do to turn back around. Mm-hmm. That's why he had to put it down. You know, I don't know why they're taking the spotlight and turning. You know, trying to make him an asshole out of all this. He he's very fortunate that he saved the lives that he did. Yeah, and again, you know, there probably was. 
even a real good percentage chance that his landing wouldn't have worked out as well as it did. It was just, he was in the pocket that day. It worked out. You know, luck on either side. Yeah. Bad luck, good luck, exactly. whatever it is. Yeah, while they're trying to put him under the bus now, I don't understand. But, you know, what I think, he did a great day. That's a great thing that day, in my opinion. All right, my friend. We'll take a break. We'll come back and try to have Eddie Trunk on the show. It's Ron and Fez. Ron Bennington. Fez Watley. The Ron and Fez Show. Series 197, XM202. Virus. It's pajamagram.com. Take care of mom. Make sure she's got pajamas. Pajamagram.com. New this year, they have decided to combine the comfort of jeans with the comfort of pajamas. Coming up with pajama jeans for Mother's Day. These are so comfortable, any mom's going to love them. You can order by calling 1-800-GIVE-PJs or go online at pajamagram.com. Now, normally if your mom wakes up in her jeans, you're like, are you drinking again? These are jeans <clears throat> meant to be woken up in. They're comfortable That's jeans. she said to me, too, but I don't know. Plus, they have hundreds of I'm other... like, you're also in the car. So they have... And it's not our car. They have hundreds of styles of other jeans to fit and pajamas to fit other mom, other pajama styles to fit every mom. All right, hold on. So they've got hundreds of different kinds of jeans? I meant pajamas. For hundreds of kinds of moms? For all kinds of moms. All the best <clears throat> fabrics. <clears throat> plus they have great body and spa products, too, that every mom is going to love. Order the pajama jeans now. Get them there for Mother's Day, guaranteed. That's from pajamagram.com. Call 1-800-GIVE-PJs or shop online at pajamagram at pajamagram.com. He was a kid. I am shocked by this. People are Fez Watley fans? Yes. <laughs> Earl, you're a Fez Watley fan? Oh, of course I'm a Fez You're in the Watley Posse? Earl was one of the first to sign up. All right, if you're part of the Watley Posse, now is the time to come out. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Wait a minute. Mikey Boy, you're not part of... The Watley Posse? Yes, yeah. I am. Oh, yes! Of course he is! Yeah. Oh, it's my good friend Fred from Brooklyn. Ron? Yeah. I, I, I'm a long-standing member of the Watley Posse. Here's Uncle Inky. I know Uncle Inky will back me up. What's up, Ronnie? Listen, all the mean, hateful things that FDA has done over the years yeah. has been training for this day. We are a Watley Posse sleeper cell. Uh, here's Charles Manson. You're on the Run of Face show. This is Charles Manson. I'm part of a Watley Posse. <laughs> this is going crazy. All right, I know somebody that can finally uh, bring some sensibility back to this. Ted Bundy, a uh, famous serial killer. Hey, buddy, West Coast Watley's checking in here. Wait, Ted, not you. You're part of the Watley Posse. I'm a full-fledged member. Because I want you to talk to somebody I know that you uh, respect, and that's Randy Savage. Randy. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Macho to... man, Randy Savage, long-time standing member of the Watley Posse. No. All right, let's talk to somebody I know we can count on. And it's somebody that I go to for a cool head, and so does uh, Earl, and that's Mario Van Peoples. Mario Van Peoples, welcome to the Ron Affairs Show. How you doing, guys? Please talk some sense into these guys. No, I got to say I'm part of, part of the Wally Posse. Sing me! Mario! <laughs> I know somebody that you will respect and you will listen to, 
and that Civil War general, Robert E. Lee. The whole Confederate army is behind the Wadley Posse. Why has God forsaken me on this day? Where's God? I know, I'll check with the Pope. The Pope will help me. Bless you, my child. Uh, Wally Posse card holder, number 777. No! Seven foot four, five hundred and twenty pounds. Wally has a posse. And all you have to do is obey this. Wally has a posse. And when you put on your Wally Posse t-shirt, you let everyone know. XM202. Ron and Fez. This is the only way Eddie Trunk would be on this show. So we came back with some priests. He said, you know how I roll. He's got his uh, season five already of that metal show. It's a cult classic. Beloved. Let's talk to our good buddy, Eddie Trunk. Hey, Eddie. What's up, boys? Congratulations to you, first of all, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate it. 30 years since that uh, priest record came out, your plan, by the way. They're celebrating that anniversary right now. And uh, I, was, believe. I was just reading in the uh, Newark paper that uh, you get texts from them all the time. The, the metal god, Rob Halford, mm-hmm. is uh, a repeat guest on that metal show in this upcoming season. <clears throat> he was on in the past. I've got a great history and friendship with that band. They did a a private show for me a couple of years ago for my 25th anniversary. So, yeah, we go back. And when they text me, when, when Rob texts me or emails me, he signs them TMG. And it took me a second to realize it stands for that the metal god. And I mm. thought that was pretty cool. Now, you, this is your show from the beginning, that metal show. This is a, a dream that you had. How long did it take you to get it on the air, Eddie? Well, what people uh, may not recall, because the channel wasn't in as many homes at the time, is that I worked for VH1 Classic for about four or five years as just a regular VJ interviewer guy. You know, I was doing everything from uh, interviewing Sabbath one day to Carly Simon the next day. I did the whole gamut of music. But even back then, I was pitching them on this idea to do a metal show, because one of the things I had done for them was host their metal video hours. But I'm like, you know, we could be doing so much more than just saying, here comes Judas Priest living after midnight video. And uh, I was working on them even back then. So it was like a five, six-year process, and it went through so many changes and different people involved and dropping off. And uh, after a while, the whole stew just kind of came together, and, and here we are getting ready to do our fifth run of shows, which for the first time are coming from Los Angeles. Why L.A. now? Is it just new people? You run out of East Coast people? or <laughs> No. Yeah, I called in all my favors here. Everybody got tired of hearing, hearing from me, probably. No, what happened is that um, there's a metal awards show called The Golden Gods that Revolver Magazine puts on. It's the second year they did it, and it happens in L.A. So VH1 Classic, for the first time, is going to show that awards show 
Uh, and then uh, they were sending us out to cover that and be a part of that award show. We presented the award for Album of the Year at that. And when we were out there, we said, hey, maybe it would be cool if we, we shot a couple shows. And the response from all the artists, I mean, 90% of them live in the L.A. area, with us being there was tremendous. So we just said, why not just do the whole season here? And, and VH1 Classic went for it, and we, we did like eight shows in maybe five days because we do two a day. So we just knocked them out really quick. Uh, and this year you're adding disco. Why is that, Eddie? Why did you decide classic disco into the mix? You know, it was between that or polkas, Ronnie. <laughs> and uh, I just thought that disco was a little bit, you know, a little more 70s. Who are, uh, who are the big acts that you got on this year? Who are you most excited about? Well, we got Rob Zombie on finally. We mm -hmm. were trying to get him on for a while. And, you know, Rob crosses over into the world of film and just did a CSI episode. So uh, it was cool to talk to him. I told him if he ever wants to do a live-action Beavis and Butthead, we're, we're his, me, Jim, and Don are his uh, right. perfect team right there. So we had Zombie on. We've got uh, the first show which, of the new run, which kicks off uh, this Saturday, has Lemmy. We had Lemmy in previous shows, but we never had him on the set hanging with us the whole time. Um, Alice Cooper, uh, Slayer, I reunited Don Dockin and George Lynch, who have been enemies for a long time. We have them on the set together. And uh, Zach Wild is in the show, and he's, he's always great. And uh, Steven Adler was on. Uh, he's been wanting to do the show for years, so we finally got him in. And there's a really funny moment with him and trying to stump me in trivia. So it's a good run of shows, and the audiences in L.A. were, were phenomenal. I mean, we couldn't believe. Everybody says how laid back L.A. is. They yeah. were so into us being there and, and so into the show. It was incredible. So the metal scene is still on the strip? People are still into it after all these years? You know, it still is. I mean, it's not like it was in the 80s. I mean, mm. when I used to go out there in the 80s, it was it was every bit what it was made up to be. I right. mean, it was packed shoulder to shoulder. It was, you know, half-naked girls and just, you know, total debauchery. It's not like that now, but there's still definitely a buzz and a love and a respect for, for hard rock and metal there. And, you know, sadly, outside of satellite radio, there's no radio station that addresses it. Back in the 80s, you had KNAC. That's not there anymore. Yeah. You know? uh, and right now it's all about Eddie Trunk, whether it's radio or TV. You're the guy keeping the torch on. By the way, I was reading your Twitter the other night, and uh, you were turned away from Times Square. You were driving in for a show the night of the car bomb. Yeah, man, that was crazy. I mean, um, I, I don't know why none of the news coverage, they all talked about the Broadway shows and the restaurants being turned away, but nobody mentioned that there was an overkill show that night in Times yeah. Square. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only one going to that, apparently. But, yeah, I, I drove in and uh, parked the car, and a buddy of mine who's a cop in the city, Wayne, he, he, he was meeting me at the show, and he texted me, and he said, uh, City, you may have some traffic coming in. There was a car fire in Times Square. And I said, oh, okay, I'll park on the west side and start walking across, which is what I did. And then once I got up close to Times Square, about 9 o'clock, I saw – everyone, the sidewalks just packed walking towards me, walking west as I was walking towards Times Square. And it was really, you know, really bizarre. And then with that, I get a call from Wayne saying, get out before they lock it down. There's a car bomb. And, and I was like, you got to be kidding. So got out of, and back to Jersey just in time. But um, apparently what they did is the people that were in the shows already, they let them stay. Mm -hmm. But if you wanted to get in and you, and you held a ticket and, like, you know, you're trying to get in after, like, nine. It was completely locked down. 
It's strange that they even would keep... You'd think if they're not letting people in Times Square, they would have emptied out all those shows, but, you know, I guess it all worked out for the good anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, the band, I was... I was texting the band Overkill, who were getting ready to do their set, and they had no idea what was going on outside. And their guitar player went out to bring his dad in, and walked out to meet his dad across the street. And that's when they locked down, and and they had a really tough time getting a member of their own band back in so that they could play the show. Because after a certain point, it seemed like it was around nine nine fifteen when they realized what was really going on. That's when everything went to another level and got sealed off. All right, Eddie, so uh, what's happening? When exactly is the first show of the new uh, cycle? The first show is this coming Saturday night, 11 uh, Eastern and Pacific, 10 Central, VH1 Classic, not VH1. People always get confused, but VH1 Classic, different channel. And, uh, yeah, it's me, Don, and Jim, and the same stupidity and some great guests, and this time from L.A. And the probably the biggest thing between this season and previous seasons is we're spending more time with the artists on the set for the interviews. In the past, you know, we've always gone outside the studio for a segment, and we wanted to spend some more time and do more stuff with the guys that we have right on the set with us. So that's a little bit of a change up this season. Now, have you noticed that uh, Jim and the guy uh, and the comics themselves, they're losing some of the fandom and they're becoming a little more professional like you, jaded in that Eddie Trunk way, or they stay in fans? (laughs) No, we're all still fans. I mean, look. I mean, I come at it from a different place because I've known these guys. This is what I've done my whole life, and all these guys are friends and have done the radio shows over the years, so it's a different thing for me. For them, they're totally still fans, but so am I. But for them, a lot of times they're meeting some of these guys for the first time. But, uh, you know, they come, they come at it from that perspective, and it makes for a great team. Eddie, you're the best, buddy. Uh, I can't believe you're not in our studio anymore. I don't know what happened there. You know, Ronnie, when you, you guys have known me, you and Fez have known me for a long time. Ten years. We've worked together yeah. for a long time in various studios, various places. You know how I roll. You know how crazy my shows can be and how disruptive they can be <laughs> to a radio studio. I mean, you've seen what goes on. Yeah, in my madness, studio, right? pure madness. I mean, you know, so so uh, that place just couldn't contain me, man. I guess, you know, uh, you're, th- you're throwing TVs out the windows. What are you going to do? That's it. I mean, you know, somebody had to put their foot down up there, and, uh, you know, they moved me to Cousin Brucey's studio, so now I'm, I'm doing a little doo-wop action. Hey, cousin. Hey, cousin. <laughs> the first thing I said when they moved me over there last week yeah. is I said, hey, this microphone's not going to sound like I'm in a, a toilet bowl, is it? <laughs> you know, right, I, I think metal show with all that reverb wouldn't have worked, you know. Talk to you later, my friend. Guys, thanks for having me. I appreciate it as always. Anytime. There he goes. Take care. Our good buddy, Eddie Trunk, and that metal show. It's going to be this Saturday night, 11 p.m. in the East on VH1 Classics. That's the debut of season five from L.A. That metal show. We haven't played Raise the Fist in a long time. No, that would be, uh, oh, that's always fun. Always a blast. Especially saying, you're like my Florentine. Oh, thank you. I yeah. like that. I, I liked him for it. I think, oh, it was I think, a good show. I think he's really funny. Another Jersey guy, by the way. People yeah. always shit on us, but look at all the great comedians that have come from our state. No doubt about that. A lot of terrific comics came out of Jersey. Yeah, man. 
good story out of Iowa at Drake University. They had a murder case on their hands where it was a student from Drake University. They found murdered uh, from a gunshot wound, his hands bound. He was leaned over like a bridge in a park area. After investigating, it turns out this was this kid elaborately trying to stage his murder. So he went as far as to write himself a threatening letter and leaving it on his windshield. He stole money uh, from himself, had that missing, uh, somehow bound his own hands while he was getting ready to do this, and then shot himself in the head. And to what? Blame it on someone? You know what? It wasn't even to frame somebody. It Did was, he have insurance? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I haven't heard that as a motive. Just that there was, yeah, there was like an anonymous threatening letter, uh, a fake break-in of his dorm room, and uh, but not dependent on anybody. All right. Now, I'm just hearing this for the first time, so I'm actually ready to fucking give my opinion and then close the case. Tyler Durden. He, had a, he was murdered, Fez, but by another personality. His other personality killed him. Oh, my God. Now, you might be thinking of Fight Club, though. That's why I said Tyler Durden. Yeah. I love the fact that you and Fez are just following along with everything that's happening today. It <laughs> makes me feel special. Oh, no, I'm having a good time. I know you are. I've noticed that. The problem is, if you're going to stage a murder, you can't go with gunshot wound. It's going to be too... The ballistics will come back and show that you were the one that fired the gun. You can never fake that part of it. I don't even think if you stuck the gun to the back of your head with their CSI powers that you could get away with it. <laughs> what you would have to do is kill yourself in a way that you would never... that no one would ever expect... Like if I were, you know, me, afraid of heights, what I would have to do is act like there was a struggle in my apartment, mess things up there, and then throw myself over the balcony and make it look like there was a scrap on the balcony that I tried to hang on for dear life. But you can't do the gunshot wound. It's just too easy to figure out. If you're going to fake it, you're going to have to fake it in a way that no one would suspect. And then maybe even if there's blood, if there's some sort of blood, you know, just throw them off. Try to write something that means nothing in the blood on the floor. Just put your finger in there. Make some scribbles. Let the throw them off in that case. So but there's been I, I haven't heard any motive on why he would kill himself. Do you normally need a motive for a suicide? Well, why he would try to fake it as a murder. Mm. Tyler Durden, my friend. Tyler Durden. Uh, emails, we get emails all the time. And now, Ron and Fez, the show of the future brings you... Electronic mail. Mail sent electronically. Uh, this one says, hey, Ron. Big fan and loving the little red-haired girl. I'm from Long Island and would like to know what bar she works at. That sounds uncomfortable, Rocky. Not to mention uh, possibly illegal. What's illegal? Stalking. 
Well, the place is open to the public, right? Yeah, I guess. I think, though, she was fired from that job, so uh, she, I don't think she works at the bar anymore. She didn't get a new bar gig? I don't think so. Um, Ezra, you're on the Run of Fez show. Pessy, have you been watching Ace Ventura, Pet Detective again? Copying the murder scene right out of there off the balcony. No. I'm just saying, I, you would have to go something different. I'm afraid of heights. Throw me, uh, I would have to throw myself off a balcony to throw people off the trail. Ace Ventura, this motherfucker? All righty then. No. I wasn't. Well, all righty then. All righty then. Oh, that's good. You fucking nailed it, J.J. I thought it was Christian Bale. Uh-huh. It he was. had like a whispers cadence to it. Well, he watches a lot of Batman. Yeah. All righty then. All righty then. Chief Gordon. Uh, Mike, you're on the Run Fed show. Mike, we got you. Mike, going once, twice, three times, you lady. Uh, going through some of the things that we've got here. This says, uh, Ron Fez, I was in Atlantic City this past weekend. Found myself at a concert where the band Paramore was playing. Caught off guard when the singer, Haley Williams, stopped mid-song because a woman in the crowd was fighting with other people. They turned the lights up and she was escorted out by security. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm certainly not in favor of having the Hells Angels stab people while the band rolls along, but isn't there some level of rowdiness that is to be expected at such a event and won't uh, derail the performer? Uh, Davey Mac, you're a rocker. Yes, sir. You keep on rocking or you stop and calm the crowd down? Well, I think, unfortunately, you have to stop these days because, uh, obviously, the famous Who concert in, in Cincinnati, but even Pearl Jam has had, you know, Pearl Jam at Rockskill a couple of years ago had eight people get killed. So, and, and, they, and, and they kept playing because they just didn't know people were getting crushed. Right. So you have to stop. And then you stop. look like Eddie Vedder, you sick fuck. Exactly. You don't even care about people. Yeah, Gene R had people killed at one of their shows, so... That was by Axel. <laughs> so you have to... Uh, All righty then. All righty then. It's like the Terminator. All righty then. Uh, here is uh, Josh in New Jersey. You're on Running Fest. Yeah, hey, buddy. Hey, Fez, this balcony you speak of, is it 14 floors up on Roosevelt Island? And how would you jump off it if you're too afraid to go out on it? Would you be you don't use your own balcony, right, Fez? No, I don't. No. Why don't you go for a lower level then? Uh, that was like I wanted in that building, and that was the only level they had. I had every, and also I had every intention of using the balcony. I thought, you know what? I'm going to have this balcony. I'll go out there. I'll use it. All righty then. And then tried to step out on it and ran back in as fast as I could. Uh, this is a list that comes from Daily Like Me, and that is 10 new cult movies. 10 new cult movies, and these are all cult movies that uh, they're going last 11 years. Last 11 years. Okay. And say whether you agree or disagree or whether you know these films. Uh, 10, World's Greatest Dad. 
That's the Robin Williams movie that's on my instant Netflix. I haven't gotten around to it yet. I haven't seen it yet either. It's some kind of a, it's like crazy, sad Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be really good, but the title, it sounds like one of those shitty movies, you know, that he makes Billy Crystal and shit. Yeah, like that there's like uh, some kind of flubber or some shit going on. Um, But he can play the weirdo. No, he's great. Jay Moore was right. Insomnia, Insomnia is a good film. It's fucking great. And, and uh, the one where, he, where he's the Photoshop. That yeah, was I can't never cool. think of the name of that, but yeah, he was a weirdo in that too. Yeah, I like that. I, I think I that like was him. one hour photo. Right. All righty then. All righty then. Uh, here is uh, the next coming in at nine. Primer. Primer. A good, weird movie. Tough to keep up with. You like it, Hicks? I love that movie. I don't know why I love it so much. I got a bootleg of it, then I went out and actually pay, paid for the real DVD. Whoa, I've never even heard of you it. doing that. Yeah, it was made for like $4,000 or something, and it won the very, almost impossible to really follow. But The next good. one is an action comedy, little scene in 2005, but it's a real lot of fun. Kiss Kiss, Bang Bang, starring Iron Man. All righty then. Uh, Iron Man... Uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I haven't seen it, but Val Kilmer was a gay guy, right? Yeah, uh, and hysterical. Really? Hysterical. Well, actually, he's gay, but then if anyone brings up gay, he's kind of offended by it. It's fucking great, though. All righty, then. Uh, seven from 2003, Old Boy. Old boy, I don't know that at all. That's uh, I think South Korean. It was um, no, I already hate it. No, it was actually very good. All righty then. And the Virginia Tech killer actually um, was influenced by it. That's what they were saying, and that that's why he went crazy because right. crazy. That's killer. why it's a cult film. Let's see if we go <laughs> crazy from it. Uh, six, The Iron Giant, which is a little cartoon film. Yeah, people on the online love that fucking. He's thing. not a gun. He's not a gun. All righty then. Now the uh, next is the Boondock Saints, along with the film Overnight, back to back. They have to be seen together. It makes it so much, so much. It makes you appreciate everything so much more. Troy Duffy's fucking craziness. It is nuts. Uh, this, I well, this one goes back longer. It's from 1990. I don't know why they're breaking their own rules, but Troll Two, one of those films. There's also there's now also a documentary coming out about the guy in the movie. Alrighty then. Very weird. What's that about? The already then over and over. Just throwing out the pet detective. Right. Um, number three, let the right one in. Yeah, that got a lot of heat because it was uh, like a vampire movie. Uh, I think from Sweden, somewhere in fucking Scandinavia. Uh, people Sounds love like some Bam would dance too. Yeah, basically. Alrighty then. More pet detective. Same thing? Yeah. I think also a cult film. What's that? Pet Detective. Is that why you keep saying it over and over? Number two. Uh, Hicks loves this one. Donnie Darko. Hey, what's wrong with that? It's fucking you another, love it. Another time travel movie. It's a mad world. And number one. Actually, I think has moved beyond cult and in the frat office space. 
too big. It's like that's like saying Big Lebowski is a cult film. It's Good too point. mainstream at this point. They might have been cult films ten years ago, but and don't you all already hate anybody who goes to Lebowski Fest? Yeah, I, I wanted to in two thousand and five. That's right, but now it's done. Now it's a Jimmy Buffett concert. Right. It just doesn't. No you know, I can eat White Russians at home. Uh, you know, I am not going to sit there with strangers and do it. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Blair talking about cult movies. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys, what's up? Oh, one movie I noticed that really doesn't make any of those lists is uh, Zodiac. I think that's probably one of the best movies ever. Well, you can be a great stuff. movie, but not necessarily be a cult movie. A uh, cult movie is just like people watch over and over and want to get together with their buddies and watch it. Yeah, I think that's one of those, though, because if you sit and watch it a couple times, it's really, really good. But... I kind of consider it a, a solo movie, though. I like it. I think it's great. But it's a little too depressing, I think, uh, to be cult uh, and great people in it. Again, Robert Downey Jr. It's really funny. A lot of people are acting like Robert Downey Jr. is back because during the last five, six years before he came back, he made a really lot of great movies. They just didn't have the same push. All righty then. That, I'm starting to think you're getting it down now. I'm liking it more and more as the show's going on. Um, Sean, Albany, Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, I got to say, Super Troopers has to be considered a cult movie. It didn't do very well, and then it's just Super Troopers popular. is a definite cult film, and we had the whole gang in here. I forget what they're called. They're called the... Broken Lizard. Lizard. No, that can't be it. Um, I think they're called The Kids in the Hall. No, they are Broken Lizard. Uh, that's a definite cult movie where people are like, you got to say it. Oh, my God, it's so funny. All right, I'm working on it. Like, you have the all righty then? Mm -hmm. I'm working on a new bit I know. I heard a rapper do this, so I'm just trying to do this first. Uh -huh. And I'm hoping that I can uh, land that. I don't know. Um, let's go over here to uh, Jerry. Jerry and Jerrytown. You're on Run of Fez. Cult movies. Yeah, last exit to Brooklyn. I don't know. I think last exit to Brooklyn... Uh, more or less replaced by uh, Last Night in Brooklyn. I mean, if you, it's, you think that's a cult movie, maybe that's like a Jonestown you know, massacre, if that's what he's thinking in terms of cult movie, because that's not that good. That's, it's different. From, it's not Franklin's film. Oh, that... That's, this is the rape film. Oh, the rape film? Oh, that, then that movie's good. Yeah, it's real good. Uh, here's our good friend, Death Metal Mo. Hey, Mo. Gentlemen, great to hear you as always. 917 checking in this afternoon. Did... Alrighty then. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, that's uh, good. Big Go Cat on. rules. Big Fez Wally. Yes, yeah, Big Cat is on the prowl today. There's no doubt about it. Oh, I hear him. It's awesome. He's back. He is back. You're back, Fezzy. He never really went anywhere. He didn't, but he was quiet. But now he's like, I'm here. I'm going to stop disappearing. What's up in your world, Mo? Uh, not much. I just wanted to clarify something. You read an email earlier from a gentleman who said, uh, I want to make sure I heard you right before I comment, that he went to a Paramore show. He rocked out of Paramore, uh, enjoyed his show there. Okay, I mean, uh, I'm a little I'm a little more surprised that, that Fruitfly admitted he went to a Paramore <laughs> show, because, I mean, that's a, like a punky power, like, rock band for, like, little girls. They, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's pop music, so I'm not surprised at all. Is it because there's a girl singer? Is that the turn off for you, Mo? 
Uh, well, I mean, it's just it's not meant for me, so I'm not offended or turned off by it. I, mean, yeah. I just don't listen to that shit. But uh, I'm not no. surprised they stopped it for a fight at all because there's probably a bunch of twelve year olds there. Well, uh, even when I had uh, Eddie Trunk on today, that metal isn't enough metal for you, is it, Mo? Uh, no, no, it's not. I mean, it's great. It's, mm-hmm. it's where the stuff I listen to, uh, you know, it's the roots. But yeah, it's where you started. He's fit- Satan and he's the devil. Do you feel like you've left Eddie Trunk behind, like he broke his leg, but you had to keep on going through the jungle, through the metal jungle? Eh, to an extent. Yeah, we went underground, you know what I mean? He's up he's up there teasing his hair, but we're underground. Right. Good point. Things. He tells me, you know, he says I'm a hair farmer, Ronnie. I got to grow it high. I got to grow it wide. I go, whatever, Eddie. I don't know. All right, Mo, putting down Paramore. I appreciate it, buddy. Oh, thank you. Peace. Uh, 866, Ron Zero Fez. 866, Ron Zero Fez. Got to talking about the new cult movies, and you do need a cult movie in your life. You and your buddies need a movie that you can keep quoting back and forth to each other, annoy each other with. Of course, we have... Already then. We're still hung up in the early 90s, and there's no sense of getting out of it. Um, Maybe can... it's because Fez does a perfect Jim Carrey. Is um, do- our documentary... Can they fall into the uh, cult or no? Let's see. Let me go to line one, who has the exact same question as you. I'll see. Uh, Forrest, what was your question? Uh, yeah, same same question. Documentaries, can they be cult classics? And if so, uh, dig the story of the Brian Jonestown massacre. Um, I don't know if uh, I'm alone on that, but great fucking flick. I've watched Dig quite a few times myself. I don't even know why I find it so hysterical. But I do. I can't get enough of it. And by the time they're at the end of it and they're just totally fucking up, I just like them even more. But Overnight Sensation is uh, all, uh, is a documentary, and that is one that I'll watch over and over. Why, do you have a doc that you like to watch a lot, Dave? Crumb. I love that movie so much. I I enjoyed that film too, but I don't think I cult movie it. I I just worship it. I mean, I used to. Uh, I got like a lot of his artwork just based on that documentary. I fell in love with the man, and after that, oh, so you went out and started buying it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? I have like coffee books and some of his comics and posters and stuff. I so love... you don't you didn't get any original art at all. You just bought the comic book. <laughs> okay, yeah, I bought the posters. Okay. But um, I think Robert Crumb's a genius, and I love. And it was that movie that that exposed me to him. Uh, otherwise, I would have never known about the man, to be honest. You never would have known about Mad Magazine? <laughs> I didn't know that he did stuff for them. Uh, let's go over to uh, Jeremy. You're on Ronnie Fez. Ronnie B. Yeah. I got to go with the fellow Arkans and Sling Blade, baby. Far too big to be a cult film. Gigantic film, uh, Academy Award. No, I'm good with water. Yeah. Academy Award win for him. It's a film that I will watch over and over. Um, but I think it's too big to be a, a cult film. Once you're an, an Oscar nominee, it's it. All right, then. All righty, then. All right, then. All righty, then. All right, then. All righty, then. Chemistry. Uh, Kyle, on a face show. Yeah, how is the Royal Tenenbaums not a cult film, or at least on that list? Too big. Am I crazy here, Dave? No, uh, it's, Wes Anderson. It's he's he's he is too big. He's beyond cult. Yeah, I'm sorry. And and just look at the talent. I mean, I guess you can have famous actors in a cult movie, but he had the Wilson brothers and Ben Stiller. It's just too too mainstream. 
And Bill Murray and Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, no, yeah, I was naming, I mean, you know, yeah. but Bill Murray can be in a cult movie. Because I would consider, like, I, maybe not Lost in Translation, but the one he did with Jarmusch, I would consider that to be a, a cult movie. Well, Broken yeah, because flowers. that was made for a nickel. Exactly, that's, that's why, yeah. Are you co- talking about coffee and cigarettes? No, that's awesome. I'm talking about the other one, the, the Broken Flowers uh, one. Well, that's because you just get to see a little girl naked. <laughs> Uh, let's go over here to, uh, Luke, California. It's a cult movie, and I don't know why this fucking unfit piece of shit grandma's boy. Monkey house! I'm not even familiar with the film, Dave. Do you know it? Not, uh, don't know grandma boy. Um, is that the comedy with, the uh, the weird guy? It's, uh, it's a comedy. It's with, uh, all of, um, Sandler's buddies. The, the Sandler's spinoff Sandler. guys, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've never seen it. It's 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 a rough one, but I know a lot of people who love it for fucking weird reasons. I don't, I don't even watch the thing with his other buddies in it. I don't even watch any of those. Well, the animal or whatever? With yeah, the... I don't watch any of those things. Uh, let's go over to uh, Justice. What do you got for me, buddy? What about Freddy Got Fingered? Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausage? I think that one is kind of an interesting, and that's the kind of cult film that when it came out... I guess it completely tubed. Uh, nobody, you know, wanted anything to do with them. And then slowly it picks up on DVD. And now it picks up on DVD a lot. And people do the lines like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it got heat. Be- it got so shitted on. It was like, oh, I have to see right. this. It's so it's that bad. But then people were like, hey, it's not that bad. So they're just fucking loving it. Uh, let's go to Maddie. You're on running first. Uh, Maddie. Hey, what's up, boys? I'm going to go with the all-time classic, the Rocky Horror Show. And then um, your modern's going to have to be Bottle Rocket. Yeah, uh, Rocky Horror, I think, is, you know, already an established cult movie. And it's cult for no fucking reason. I'm going to put it over there like we were talking about a Buffett concert, where people just show up because they want to be belong to a group. Want to hit cheeseburger. Yeah. Well, it couldn't be playing every in a, every theater at midnight in every town and still, I think, be cult anymore. Well, it is. It's kind of considered the cult movie, but it's almost like you take that off the thing, and everybody tries to become that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like a professional cult movie. It was the originator, and it, it's, yeah. it's, so it's above everything else, yeah. Eraserhead was the same way for a while, where you could go to any college for some reason and see Eraserhead on a Saturday night. But I believe that's uh, dropped off, and they're not doing it anymore. Yeah, David Lynch has lost his heat since the 80s. It's fucking well, weird. He's kind of become Mulholland a little Dr- mainstream after he made a TV show. And Mulholland Drive. Well, uh, Mulholland Drive actually was popular. It's soon he purchased for a while when it came out. That was his, uh, one of, I think his movie before it last. That's a cult college. Uh, let's go over to uh, Scott, your manifest. Hey, boys, what do you think about Napoleon Dynamite? I also think beyond cult, that's like a Juno. Every year we try to say that there is like that Little Miss Sunshine movie, the Juno, and Napoleon Dynamite was it for that year. Now, I will always hate that film for stealing Elvis Costello's fucking nickname and fucking making a movie and never even pointing it out. That we stole this from Elvis. So I'm always annoyed by that. I never got the Napoleon Dynamite thing. I don't, people loved it. I, it's for the, I don't want to say the unfunnies, but it's for people to go, I found someone dumber than myself to laugh at. And that dumb people can sit there and go, he's 
stupid. He's a nerd. See, I think when it goes into Halloween costumes, then it's too much to be a cult film. That year when people are dressed like Napoleon Dynamite or Pedro, then you've gone past cult. Fun fact. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Tony. You're on my face. Hey, uh, what about uh, Weird Al Yankovic and UHF, uh, Michael Richards as well? UHF, and it's the same as the Freddy Got Fingered. Came out, bombed, got this on TV, and slowly but surely, people kind of go, all right, there was something there. I get why it wasn't a big mainstream film, but on a smaller thing, uh, they, they liked. Just like Freddy Got Fingered, and then oddly enough, both those folks have been on Unmasked. Yeah, and great Unmasked as well. Let's put it this way. Great ones. If you're Unmasked, you're about to become a cult uh, classic. Now, tomorrow, uh, I'm going to put out for another Unmasked. Uh, this should be a fun one. I don't want to say who it is yet, but we're also going to do it at nighttime rather than an early one. So it's good for the people in the tri-state area. You'll be able to get into a... 6.30 at night, 7 o'clock, unmasked. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let's go over to um, let's go over to Chris. Chris in Michigan, you're on Manifest. Hey, uh, how about the original uh, Las Vegas buddy movie, uh, Very Bad Things? Very Bad Things, weird little movie. I don't know whatever, I don't know if it ever got that cult status, though, Dave. No, I don't think that that was necessarily a cult. Uh, nah, too, too mainstream, I think. Uh, let's go over here now. To uh, Brian. Brian, you're on the Run Fest show. Yeah, uh, I got Louis C.K.'s number one uh, cult movie, and that's Paulo's The Gap. Yahtzee. A lot of people dressing up like Paulo now. Um, it might go back to that thing where Fez says it's gotten too big, it's gotten too commercial, but it still works for me. Right, and when uh, the redhead guy chokes himself, you're supposed to step to the left and then to the Did right. Did that even make the final cut? Uh, no, he cut that out, and then he also said that it would be on the extras, and it wasn't, so he lied to me both ways. Uh, his producer told him to cut it out. Who was his producer? Uh, Bruno Kirby, I think. I don't know. Fake Bruno Kirby. Fake Bruno Kirby. A guy turned into a real prick. By the way, speaking of fakes, I want to say happy birthday to fake Macy Gray. I love to sit here and do the plugs during the show. I always keep them on the back of my mind. Got to have the plugs in some way, I want to feel like I'm contribu uh, contributing to the show. Fake Macy Gray. We got his uh, one of Fake Macy Gray's songs yep, that we can we'll, play. Yes, we're going to get it up right now. There's a lot of people who are preferring Fake Macy Gray to Real Macy Gray, which surprised me. So uh, let me throw it in the break. And happy birthday to uh, our own Fake Macy Gray. Perhaps the greatest invention ever for Mother's Day. <laughs> pajama jeans from pajamagram.com. Pajama jeans, they give the comfort of pajamas with the fashion of designer jeans. Moms are going to love these from pajamagram.com. Call 1-800-GIVE-PJs or you can order online at fashion. Turn to the left, fashion. Or, right. Or you can order... We got the goon squad and we'll come to town. Beep, beep. Or you can order at pajamagram.com. You can get the pajama uh, jeans. Uh, uh. 
that are new uh, this year, uh, or choose from hundreds of styles of pajamas. All righty then, in sizes to fit every mom, all made from the best fabrics. Plus, plus they have, plus, plus they have Beth. They have Beth. Plus, they have Beth. They have bath and body and spa products, too. All the stuff that moms love for Mother's Day. They don't like pus. Call 1-800-GIVE-PJs. That's 1-800-GIVE-PJs. Call 1-800-GIVE-PJs. That's 1-800-GIVE-PJs. Call 1-800-GIVE-PJs. Or go the to- name on the sign is 1-800-GIVE-PJs. Or go to pajamagram.com, and they'll get your order out in time for mom, in time I, for Mother's Day, I guaranteed. Ap- I, I just want to apologize. That was Mr. Plow. I think I might have given out the wrong thing. It's, pa- <clears throat> it's pajama <clears throat> jeans for Mother's Day. <clears throat> Call 1-800-GIVE-PJs. Or Call 1-800-GIVE-PJs. The name of the game is Mr. Plow. Or order at pajamagram.com. Order now. They have pus. The Virus. Sirius 197 XM 202. Rod and Fez. Change is all I have here. What will I do with it? I'll buy some stock. Time to overcome my stock market fear. At pennystockchaser.com I play about to go bankrupt I tried to buy some stock on my own tried to do it by myself but I stumbled though I tried to hide it it's clear thank God pennies I chase my hands here The Run and Fest Show The Virus Serious XM where do you go when you want to buy name brand spatulas at a fraction of retail cost? Spatula City! Spatula City! And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine spatulas, get the tenth one for just one penny. Manifesto. I will tell you, during that last break, I had one of the worst things in my life ever to happen. I walked into the producer's room and there was a smell in there that humans shouldn't be around. You fucking guys are filthy. What happened? It wasn't me though. It was Dave. It was like a dead old lady's cunny. That's how it often smells in here. By the way, uh, I know you guys are drinkers. There's a fucking Cinco de Mayo party going on in the halls. What? They're making margaritas in the break room. They don't tell us anymore. Run down to the break room and come back with margaritas. They're making fresh margaritas. What the fuck? Exactly what the fuck. Also, I want you guys to look into this. Um, Fez has been into a new thing. As soon as we go to the break, he goes out to the intern things... And goes online. He's got all these computers here, but he does it the same way every time. He's out in the intern pit, pretending that he's searching online. I see him. I see him leave, but I figure he's going to the bathroom. No, or coming to coming in he's here. He's at the intern pit. Oh, 
So we're going to have to set up blockages again. Once he gets into any routine, you got to block it. We'll break it. Don't worry. All right. You want a margarita for yourself? Yeah, I could use some. I'll take a margarita, sure. This hasn't Oh, by the way, I saw uh, our very good friend from booking. I'm not going to say which. But, okay. Liam. Giggling and laughing. Why? At your mistake today. Oh, yeah. He fucking and he loved goes it. To, he says this to me. Today's the big day, huh, Roddy B? And I'm Frick. like, okay, Liam. What a scumbag. La- he loves... First of all, I'll say this about Liam. He loves life. Now, are you going back to your intern days? Is that what it's like to be in the in the pit every day? Oh, no, I was just... Those computers are sometimes easier to use than the one I have in front of me. What are you looking up? Um, I was checking email so I don't have to do it, you know... Uh, so I don't have to run upstairs afterwards, uh, after the show. Keeps me off the stairs. And just just, just checking uh, to make sure on, on just different things. And just looking up if anything's happened in the news or anything like that. But the, the computers inside the studio are so slow. Not that the ones in the pit are any much better, but they are a little bit better. You look like an intern out there. There's a Mick Foley using the computer. Yeah, you don't want to fucking set yourself in that angle. I was still waiting for David Mac to come back with some margaritas for himself. Maybe they're being stingy. If they are, they'll be. I'll fucking seriously. I'll combine this entire place. Or maybe they know he's been stealing other people's shit from the fridge. And you know what? <laughs> don't want to, get to change that. I'll Waco it. Forget combine. That'll be a day fucking spa next to what I go off here. If they don't include you guys in. Bad enough they wouldn't let Dave's kids come here for kid day. The fuck, man? They said too red. Racist. Yeah, they are racist. You should have got those kids in an MIA video. I love those kids. My favorite is the one who gets shot in the head. Yeah, strong performance. Strong performance all the way around. The BP uh, executives are apologizing. Oh, what happened? These fuckers say it's uh, only for Martha Stewart. Um, that's it's for a Martha Stewart party at 3 p.m. Huh? And I, and I was like, I'm a. I'm oh, did you tell them we're friends with the Martha girls? Yes, I did. I did. I said we have a great relationship with Alexis and Jennifer. Because and they were like literally seeing like Nick Cage in the shower scene of leaving Las Vegas, desperately needing a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on, man. You know what? <laughs> The biggest mistake you made is not working for Martha, because they <laughs> have food and drinks. Every, Every single day. Every day, there is hard liquor. Yeah. Remember how long, long it took for us? There's hard liquor in there every day. Right, HTG is here. And what, what's your update, HTG? Uh, I went in there just to grab a, a coffee, and they said, uh, hey, you want to try some margaritas? Oh, they hate the Dave man. They, they look at the Dave Man as a problem. I just I wanted. A I cup. didn't know that you had the whole name Dave Man now. Oh yeah, I give, I give myself names from. I what is it about HTG that always gets offered stuff too? Have you ever noticed that? Plus, that anything that happens here, she's like, "Oh, do you hear this? They're giving out free watches." They were really. Fra- they were making them like the real way with fresh lime and lemon juice, not with I the went mix to too. Both. I went into the the, the br- actual break room. They said, "There's no more margaritas." They smelled great. I said, "Well, where can I find some?" They go front desk. There's two pictures right there, and I said, "Oh, great! Can I have some?" I'm gonna. I picked it up, and they go, "No, no, no what are you doing?" I go. I'm getting the free margaritas here, Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> right? And they go, no, that's for the Martha party at 3 p.m. I didn't know. So you got a tat on your wrist? Yeah. It's a little, like, 
Adam type deal. Have you always had that? Yeah, it's for God, quite I some time. Don't pay any attention to you at all. <laughs> it just seemed like I'm like, oh, you got a tattoo yesterday. No, I've had this forever. Used to have a little circle right in the middle, but it's gone. HTG, how come you can mix in so well here and Franklin can't? How come people are so happy to see you come in and they're so cruel to poor Franklin? I, I, maybe because I don't push myself on them. Gotcha. I understand. And there's All the right. other obvious, you know, reason. Caboose. Like I didn't go in and say. Skin tonality. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> no, that wouldn't have. That wasn't in it. But it, you know, if you go in and start peering over someone's shoulder, hey, what's going on? What are you uh, doing? Dave does. It's going to probably right. turn them off. That's like Dave and Franklin. I walked in there and I All said, "Can I yourself. have? Can I have a margarita?" Yeah. Listen, I want you. That's to do, probably uh, the problem. You got to work on a new thing for me. Uh, Fezzi has fallen into this OCD of during every break standing with the interns in the intern pit and <laughs> trying to go online with them. <laughs> okay. And it's just, he can I know, use his computer. I understand. I know that he, once he does something, see, Fez is always looking to get into a groove. That's Fez's thing in life. I want to find that groove. But so quickly, a groove can become a rut. And then you're the, weirdo guy who's out there as a grown man standing around with the children and, you know, looking up yeah. MTV sites. It's just you weird for people. You don't want any part of that area. Right. I never go out there. That's love buzz territory. That's Exactly. United. You don't want to look like one of them. No. It looks like, look at those poor kids. They have no workstation of their own. Right. And I don't mind if he does it every once in a while, but the fact that he's out there every break... It's getting that bananas thing about him. Well, vo gladly volunteer this computer right here if you'd like. He, but he, He'll have all the reasons why he doesn't like it. And we won't look for that because he's not getting anything off the computer anyway. <laughs> Let's face it. There's nothing coming in in the middle of this show. Or he says he's looking for breaking news. <laughs> We're surrounded by fucking TV screens. There's never any such thing as breaking news. Yeah. Plus, I don't think in the history of the Ron and Fez show we've ever broke news. It's not what we're known for. Um, I thought the Sully thing, or was that on Pal Talk? We were after. Post show. Yeah, it was, was post show. After. Yeah. Tim Russert's heart attack was right after the show. Damn. Heath Ledger was right after the show, too. Yeah. Oh, fuck. These things happen, like, at 3 p.m. Maybe we could have Freddie do some kind of, you know, like a, a bomb type deal. No, no one gets hurt, obviously, but, you know, to do it during the show. No, so that, okay. I don't think it's. I don't think we're locking for it. Okay. I was only bringing it back up to the thing of he's not getting breaking news. He's just falling into that OCD of doing stuff over and over. Mm. I get you. I would try these computers <laughs> in this room if they ran at any sort of speed. You're well, not getting things anyway. You're not. You're not the newsbreaker. Right. You can get emails here well, but, you know, like a site like the Huffington Post with all the graphics, that runs slowly. So I would suggest avoiding that and a couple other Go sites. back to old news groups from the early 90s. <laughs> it Go was get simpler. yourself on a nice news group. <laughs> Times yeah, you could have a Twitter feed with just a couple of, you know, there's a few handful of newspapers that just give you everything oh, that's going on. I, thought, I, I was going to say, we don't want them to read the two or two friends. Your own, you know, you can use mm. Fez Shitter and follow just some news. Are you group. still using Fez Shitter? No, not since like the second day. Second day. <laughs> the second day that I set it up, I was oh. done. Not like you, you're not a quitter. Twitter quitter. Well, that'd be great. Your name. What if you reversed it and called it a quitter Twitter? 
How about a new name? Free margaritas for Deb, nothing for Dave, man. <laughs> and it's that, it was that spiky-haired fucking guy who is the king of metal. And boy, is that guy Mr. Popular. My God, everyone the king says of metal? hi. And the guy with the big mohawk. Everyone's like, <laughs> never hey, saw him before. Man, hey, Everybody wants to be friends with the guy with the mohawk. They love that man. And and Danny I don't Mac, mean that guy. I mean in the general. The guy literally is walking right. out of the break room. Easy, big man. Everybody here's on your on your side. Sorry. All right. This isn't a bad lost episode. We're your friends. The guy right? was, we're not like the people down the hall. The guy with the mohawk literally was walking out of the break no, that's room. That's too fucking. Right. You're <laughs> The guy with the mohawk is walking out of the break room. That's just right, what you're doing right now. All right. He's walking out of the break room with a margarita in his hand, mm -hmm. and I, I'm literally the next guy. So I go, oh, cool, margaritas. Can I have one? And they go, there's no more. Get Can a mohawk. I, yeah, it's time for a new haircut. I can't do that. Why? I think you'll look weird? <laughs> what is Hold that supposed it. to mean? Uh, never step on my laugh. Let that fucking laugh milk. Because is it driving you crazy? The big news could be going on in the intern fucking pit right now, and you're missing it? No, I... It would be that thing that turned it around for you. That's what you're looking for. It's your next alrighty then. Is that my change or yours? It's my change, and I was just noticing that the uh, vending machine gave me both my quarters, our New Mexico quarters, which... Same year? Cinco de Mayo. It's very exciting. Well, weird. Cinco de Mayo is for old Mexico. Yeah, but it's the closest we've got in the quarter universe. Same year, though? Well, there's another one even closer, and that's Kansas. <laughs> I liked it. Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, are the quarters the same year? Because that, that would be what would startle me. Well, yeah. Hold, those hold on. Quarters. I hear interns going crazy and high-fiving because they each got great fucking news that turned everything around. <laughs> yes. They're from, you know, the, the 50 states, those fancy quarters. I know. I'm saying. What did I ever, uh, 2008. They were all the same. Did I ever tell you my great idea for a food book that involves 50 states? Yes. Do you want me to announce it on the air? Brilliant. I'm not going to. I'm going to save it. What? Uh, so 50 states, and it's the best dish from each state? No, just stay out of it. Just no, I'm just, I just. I want to think about it's it. It's the worst from each state. That's <laughs> what I'm working on. Oh, okay. Brilliant. Fez, mm. you hungry? No, I'm not very hungry. So states. you're rubbing your belly. No, I think that's uh, just a little indigestion. Oh, steak yeah. time. It's, it's not a hunger pang. I don't know why that's not a hunger pain, because it does hurt. Steaks yeah. and beer. Yeah. So and you think, well, hold on, you think people would say, I'm having hunger pains? Yeah, I think if you were hungry, mm. it would be a hunger pain. Well, here's the weird thing. You know what? I always say I have a pang in my leg. And uh, <laughs> they go, your leg hungry? I go, no, I'm in pang. I'm in great Pang right now. By the way, Pang is the girl that John Lennon left Yoko Ono for during that lost right, weekend. The lost, lost weekend. Pang. He like he loved them Asians. Um. Here's uh, Frankie in Virginia. Hey Ronnie, I think the reason uh, Fez is using those other computers is he's he's going on questionable websites like Rent Boys or something, and he doesn't don't want go to Rent Boy Fez. Tra track back to his. Can we get you to? All right, hold on. I noticed that you've got a uh, a Fez, an Eastside Dave uh, new Twitter up, and it's just the Fast Freddy. Yes. Well, let's take a look at it, shall okay, we? Okay, let me get to it. Unless you got something you need to get to, Fez. No, I'm okay. You sure? Yeah. Let me know. I'll pull right out of this. No, I'm okay. All right. Yep. Load, motherfucker. Would you just call Freddy? No, <laughs> it's a computer. Well, you have to hear from the beginning. Yeah, we're moving on. Yeah, we got to put that up. Um, 
What's wrong, Fez? I got the thumbs up to put it up. No, I know. Wait, wait, we missed wait, the hold on. What just happened? What went wrong, Fez? Well, I oh. got. I asked for a thumbs up that it was ready. Could we do it now? Yeah, we're moving on. No, we have to get it from the beginning. Fezzy, please. <laughs> just leave it up. Put it up and leave it up. We'll go from the beginning. Why does it come down? So that I'm not he- so that it's not stopping and starting on the air. Let's just start it. Hi, Jew Bagel. Yeah, we're moving on. Thank you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just fucking call a listener a Jew Bagel? <laughs> what? Did he did he just call the listener <laughs> That's a, a fucking, fucking Jew ready? Bagel? But, but he was. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. I wish that your twittios weren't shot here. That way I'm not going to have to hear about any slurs. No, no, no. That was actually the the caller's name. We Mm -hmm. were just, we were laughing about that. Laughing with him then. Yeah, we were laughing with him. You know, that's the problem. I missed the the beginning. (laughs) Fez didn't have it ready to go. I had it ready when Dave said it was ready to go. Then why didn't I hear it, Fez? Because Dave miscued. You want to go out to the intern pit? No, I'm fine. Hi, Jew Bagel? Yeah, we're moving on. Thank you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just <laughs> fucking call a listener a Jew Bagel? What? Did he, did he just call the listener <laughs> it's a, a fucking, fucking Jew Bagel? But he was. Is it time for us to admit that Hicks, Hicks is just fucking hysterical? Freddy, uh, yeah, of I don't know what your love for fucking Freddy is. No, I love Pepper, too. That doesn't seem like you do. I absolutely do. He put you in beard porn. <laughs> Freddy, I just like his, I think he's very photogenic. But everyone besides me, I believe, is also photogenic. My skin doesn't really come up on the uh, the old camera there. I saw a woman just yesterday, Dave. Her legs were whiter than you. Oh, was it Galo? It, it was the whitest legs I've ever seen in my life. It was like ivory snow in shoes. That's bizarre. It was fucking disgusting. How old was this person? Manny? How old can you tell how old the fucking seal is? <laughs> Who knows at that point? God, that's scary. I know. I'm like, if she, she had red hair and looked more like a jellyfish, I would swear that was Dave. Okay, that's not necessary. You know what? I might have been drinking when I said that. I'm an, I'm a mean drunk. Well, that doesn't excuse it, though. That's you guys want to go out to, for Cinco de Mayo today? Fuck yes. Fuck it. Blow off our problems. Let's go. Woo! Blowing shit off. <laughs> Woo! Let's just go over to Martha Stewart's studio. Seriously, if they're having a goddamn party. Those fr- those pricks are tying off. Unbelievable. Every day, there's, there's like, fucking Southern Comfort and shit. Every day in every way. The uh, officials at BP are apologizing. You, you tried to say that earlier, right, about the BP? Uh-huh. Yeah, they're apologizing. What happened? What, what fucking stopped you? Uh, Dave came back with a margarita update. All right, Dave. You fucking happy now? I apologize. Did but... you just get this off the intern fucking pit? No, I didn't. Where'd you get it from? Uh, I had seen it earlier. Where did you see it? Uh, I think I saw it online. So you did get it off the intern pit? No, but it was before I was at the intern pit. Where did you say it online at? What time? Uh, up, upstairs in the office. What'd you do? Write it down somewhere. Uh, yeah. Show me where. Um. I guess I didn't write it down. I thought I wrote it down here, but I didn't. 
Something funny is going on. <laughs> I want you to start and follow this guy. He well, doesn't want me to know what he's getting out of the intern Here's my pit. news story. What's that? Is that where I saw it? <laughs> yeah. You saw it in my show prep. Are you reading off Dave's stories? No, I mean, that's now? good. I, I hope you use my, my stories. Then I feel useful. Well, why all the lie about I got it out of the office? Because I didn't see it on this paper. Yeah, Steph, I'll show you my news, my news thing. Did you just say juice? That's a fucking slur. Hey, Ron. <laughs> that was my Freddie impression. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Freddie's whole thing is I never understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Wait. You're speaking English to him. Yeah. <laughs> or if I'll be like, uh, hey, Freddie, the thing you did today, he's like, what? Oh, uh, yeah, I want to do a lot more. He always tells me he wants to do a lot more of anything. He uh, told me he had a new character, but... Um, what is it? Uh, uh, is it the BP guy? No. Is that what Fez has been setting up? Thank you. Let me hear your impression of BP guy, Fez. BP where man. Are you, where are you going, Freddy? Is he going to do your new character? Yeah, see? Oh, I didn't have it on mine. Oh, Come on in here. Where'd you get it from then, Fez? Intern pit. Just admit it that you got it from the intern pit. No one's fucking wrong. That means you're doing something with your time then, right? Yeah, I guess I got it from the intern pit. <clears throat> then why don't you just say, I'm Fez Watley and I get things from the intern pit. I'm Fez Watley and I get things from the intern pit. And say, I'm Fez Watley and I never repeat. I'm Fez Watley and I never repeat. Hmm. What's this new character about, Freddy? The uh, BP guy? No, yeah, Freddy. Who's don't... the BP guy? Are you fucking Fez now? <laughs> Freddy, Are we all fucking? The guy, the no, guy hey, just... let fucking Freddy speak for himself. He's a big boy. <laughs> all right, Freddy. What'd you get from the fucking imprint pit today? <laughs> well, I was getting news with Fez before. I want you to go. Here, <laughs> you switch out, Fezzy. You get over there in the intern position. Go over and grab the Fez chair for yourself, Freddy, and see if anybody notices. See if we even get one fucking call. So, uh, Freddie, you working on a new fucking character today I've been hearing about? Yeah, the, uh... How many characters you got all together now? Freddie, you have a new character, remember? No, stop helping him. <laughs> stop helping him. It's the chair. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Maybe it's the chair. All right. It was akin to the coral reef. If there's something wrong with that chair, then how come Opie never pays attention to anything Anthony or Jimmy says? <laughs> we'll just come, if there's something wrong with the chair, one day you just hear fucking Opie. Oh, oh. Oh. Hey, he doesn't have any news for us yet? No. I talked to him in the hall uh, yesterday. Just wished him luck. Said, I've been there, big guy. You know, look, the whole thing of using code is to not get all the fucking details. Okay. You got it. I know I got it. <laughs> uh, Freddie did a Fez impression in the booth uh, the other day. From oh, really? <laughs> it was a physical one, though. Now you know what? You got a permanent blush going on. <laughs> did you get sunburned? You know, under I, your eyes? Yeah, I was out in the sun yesterday all day. With a and, hat. And well, yeah, what'd you do? Have a fucking ski cap down <laughs> your eyebrows? I got a little red under the eyes. Fucking uh, Freddie has the skin of a newborn. <laughs> You, your fucking skin looked like a catfish belly. <laughs> All right, what is the, you, so your new impression is Fez? Yeah, I was uh, uh, right. I was talking to, to Chris, and we were just talking about uh, something. I forget what it was. All right, and Fez. That's a great fucking setup. I know. <laughs> yeah, 
I was I'm trying. Yeah, maybe it's the chair. <laughs> Come on, Fred. No, uh No, you fucking suffer with them. There's the guy there's fucking eighty five fucking bowling. Like I'm at the bowling alley. <laughs> Well, my, but my average is now 2.30. Oh, Frank, shut <laughs> Stop it. Fuck up. Stop it. Seriously, it's I gone, don't want to do any more. It's gone down a little <laughs> bit since the last time no, we spoke. Freddy. Bad porn. That's not funny, man. Freddy. I'm sorry. Do you need to get out of the chair to be able to pull this off? <laughs> no. Do is the it the fucking chair? Do the Fez impression already. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, what did you do the other day? Just do the same fucking... Is Jesus. that what you've been trying to set up, Dave? No, no, no. no. But Chris right. brought it up. I wasn't Look, even there for this. Fez came in the other day. He was, it was late because uh, the, of the rain. And then he, his, his internet wasn't working, and he, he freaked out. He freaked out? He's... Just do the fucking thing. Right, you, you remember immunity. that. You have immunity. You have, you're not going to get in trouble. Go ahead, do oh, okay. it. Okay, because uh, that's right. His, the internet wasn't working, and he, was getting, uh, he got upset about the internet, and he, like, put his hand over the desk. <laughs> Like, because the internet wouldn't work. And he did a voice, uh, too. What did he say? He's like, what did I say, Freddy? No, it was just a groan. Like, ah! Uh, why don't you do the impression of him doing the impression? It wasn't, I really wasn't. He, uh, now I don't remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you remember doing it, Fuzz? I remember, yeah, because that was a day where the trains were screwed you up. You texted me to say that you were freaking out? Yeah, nothing was working, and when I got here, I had asked that my computer be fixed upstairs the day before, uh -huh. and it still Sunday? wasn't fixed, so I just <sighs> collapsed in a huff <laughs> at my desk. Now, did you do that comedically? Did no, you do no, it to be no, funny? it was just, it, was like, it felt like the last breath that was in my body. All right, what had you upset that day? Um, that I couldn't get into the city. Uh -huh. Thank was, you for admitting that you don't live in Manhattan. That I could not, that the trains weren't running to work, and that once I got here and I needed to jump on my computer, it still wasn't fixed. Why didn't you go to the intern pit? <laughs> I was already upstairs. I didn't want to head downstairs again. I just wanted my computer fixed at my desk. And I couldn't print anything. It yeah. wouldn't log on. Nothing. This is all real stuff here. I want you another new character, since you won't do the Fez when you're a too fucking pussy. Uh, I call him uh, Sweet Shit Seeky. <laughs> okay. And w give me some background on this character. He's just a, uh, a very excited guy, and any time mm -hmm. something good happens, right. he likes to say a certain thing. For, right, for so example, uh, just uh, say something. Oh, did you hear? The Celtics came back against the Cavs. Sweet shit! <laughs> And that's all he says? That's all he says. Or why is it just you and you've come up with a new phrase, sweet shit? It's why is it a character? It. All right. All right. You ready for this? Um, hey, did you hear they're going to be wearing the Los Suns uh, jerseys tonight? Sweet shit. So it's the same thing. He doesn't even work on it. He just says sweet shit. And then what's his last name? Seeky. So uh, Seeky. Sweet shit Seeky. What kind of name, what ethnic name is that Seeky? Uh, I, I got it for, uh, just from the top of my head. I, I, don't know, I don't know what ethnicity it is. It's just a guy who says sweet shit no matter what comes up. Right. It's, it, I, it sounds like a uh, Hawaiian type of thing. All right, let, me, um, let me try this and I'll be like, Mr. Seeky, your mom's dead. Sweet shit. No, it's not. Your mom is dead. Sweet shit. All right, so we're going nowhere with it. <laughs> So is, why do you why you're uh, wiping tears out of your face? Why do you fucking adore me. this kid? It's funny to what, me. 
This kid has not earned the love from you and Hicks that he gets. I can't help it. It's very funny to me. Sweet shit. (laughs) He's just a happy guy. All right, when you get your show one day, Dave, I want you to steal this kid from me. (laughs) I love it. I love all his characters. Yeah, I know you do. You're just fucking huge into his characters. Yeah, I really am. Um, oh, man. So here's uh, Jonathan in Afghanistan, uh, in India. On your way to Afghanistan, Jonathan? Yeah, is this Ronnie B? It sure is, my friend. Hey, how you doing, man? Good. You, you sound like uh, 20 bucks, man. What can I do for you, my friend? No, I, I, I was just, uh, I leave like fucking four days, and I just wanted to give you guys a shout-out because uh, I listen to you guys, and uh, I love you guys. Dave, you're doing a good job. Hope you feel better after the, uh, the heart thing. Uh, and Fez, you know, I, I suffer from anxiety, too, uh, after a couple of deployments, so I totally feel you, but you guys do a kick-ass job, and uh, uh, Ronnie, I, I just want to fucking ask you, mm-hmm. what do you think is, you probably already answered this, and I probably didn't, didn't, didn't listen to it, but what do you think the best, best band is, uh, you know, uh, out there since the 60s on? I'm a Pink Floyd fan, so I'm, I'm a little, inc- you know, but what do you think? There's only one band, if you're going from the 60s on, that's still touring gigantically, uh, never broke up even once, and that's the Rolling Stones, my friend. Yeah, really? The Rolling Stones? They're rock and roll. I mean, I respect them, but I mean, like, uh, quality music. I mean, obviously, I'm a Floyd fan, but, but it's all good. But, mm-hmm. but Ronnie B. Fred, all right, then let Dave. me change that, Jonathan, since you're heading to Afghanistan. Pig Floyd, greatest yes. all time. Yeah, hey, hey, God bless you guys. You guys do a fucking kick-ass job, and uh, don't let these uh, pricks fucking tell you tell you any different. Well, well and, yeah, I won't do that. Right now, I'm going to just listen to you. <laughs> well, you're not listening to much because I ain't got too much to say because I was just calling in because uh, I know you're uh, what well, you're, you're cutting out here soon. But uh, as far as getting off the air, but you guys do a good job. I just wanted to fucking give you a shout-out. Thank say, you for making me feel like Adrian Cronauer today. I really do. <laughs> Take care of yourself, my man. We'll be looking for you. All you guys, man, stay cool. All right, take care, yeah. Jonathan. Come back yeah, safe. I, all right, my friend? Yeah, Ronnie B. Hey, I, I didn't want to sound like I was trying to suck your guys' dick as, as far as, like, Hey, you can. You, but. you can. You can come over and suck my dick. And do me a favor. I'm going to find. I'm gonna dug you off the air. I have a friend over there. Uh, and I want you to hook up with him and bring me back a brick of hash. You're going to have to rat hole I, I, will, I will fucking, I'll bring you a brick of hash, and I'll fucking bring you a brick of poppy. All right. Does that sound good? We're going old school. Hey, take care of yourself, Jonathan. Is, where's that, man? All right, hey, be take good. care. Bye. Yep. Dude, uh, we ought to give him a little Pink Floyd to, to take the show out today. What do you want to hear, Dave? I do wish you were here, but it takes so long to fucking... You don't want a long song? Well, I do, but I'm saying the opening by the time we get to it. You're right. Who knows? Um, trying to think of something. How about this? Fearless, because it's about strength. He's going over to Afghanistan. He's going to need to be fearless. And it's a beautiful fucking song. All right. Uh, we'll try to pull this together. This is for our buddy Jonathan. Come back to his safe. We'll see you guys back in here tomorrow. Have a safe Cinco de Mayo. We're ending this for our buddy uh, from Indiana. On his way back to Afghanistan, some Pink Floyd.
Yeah. 